welcome to Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds podcast. There will be spoilers and swearing. Hey everybody and welcome to the Eternal Darkness of Not So Spotless Minds. Or as Miss Eddie would say, Look Babs, so many little leggies and I'm still starving. And I'm going to eat them before I all go to sleepy. <laughs> and over to my co-host, Kate. How you doing, Kate? <laughs> I thought you'd forgotten to say anything because you normally come out with something. I was like, oh, he's keeping this very straight and, you know. <laughs> oh, that's, yes. And then you did that and you completely, you pulled the rug out from under me. That was fucking great. <laughs> I, I'm good. I am good. I've been drinking for the last hour. It sound, makes me sound like I have a problem, but no, it is not. Um, it's just a bit uh, behind the curtain. We have just recorded two episodes in one night um, and I was drinking through all of that one and I'm drink, going to drink through all of this one. So buckle up, ladies and gents and everyone in between like that. Uh, I am on fine form tonight. <laughs> That's good to hear. Or something. Hear. How, how are you? How are you, Matt? Hi, I'm okay. You know what? I'm okay. Uh, when was the last time we spoke? <laughs> Ten minutes ago. Saturday at Fright Fest. <laughs> Saturday at Fright Fest. You mean on yes. a on a scheduled proper episode? Oh, on fucking... a schedule, probably about six weeks ago. No, fuck off. It was it wasn't that long ago. It was like a month ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. mid July. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Maybe. All right, fuck you. Then. Anyway, uh, what's been happening in Matt World? Uh, pfft, don't know, really. Got over um, the shits eventually, hopefully. I, I got over my shits, yeah. That was <laughs> all good. Um, and I, in turn, have got over my shit, but just in the proverbial sense as opposed to the literal sense. Yes. <laughs> don't, find, don't get yourself into any more shit. I, I, will, I will do my best, but shit just seems to fucking find me, so... We'll watch this space. <laughs> Listen to my Heart of Horror show to find out more. <laughs> shameless okay, plug, shameless we plug. Okay, we um, No, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Oh, good. I'm glad that your ass is behaving itself for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Accommodating. Um, uh, yeah, what, what about yourself? What have you been up to? Uh, out with Fright Fest. Um, preparing for the inevitability that is my daughter starting school next week. Um <gasps> Yeah, and what, 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 like a, a primary school. Like a primary school, like a real proper, she's not a baby, she's a proper little girl school. Yeah, fuck. It's, uh, it's crept on me. It's crept up on me. Um, I've only just got her school uniform. <laughs> and honestly, that's the thing that's scary. People keep, people keep going to me like, oh, God, Ava's going to school. Like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, honestly, I'm terrified that, yeah, because, you know, she's so big and she's going, I'm like, no, I'm terrified of the fucking morning when she refuses to put on her fucking uniform let me brush her hair or do anything that remotely makes me look like a decent parent so <laughs> that's what i'm terrified of she'll be fucking fine she'll go through those school gates and she'll not look back she'll have a great time and she'll do well i'm sure i'm terrified of the shit she's gonna put me through so yeah nah, nah. <laughs> she'll be fine she'll be fine i've got plenty and... of bribes and blackmail in the in the background you know to help me through that first first week or you know just nine think years. just think of the free time you're now gonna get i have free time anyway it's 50 50 co-parenting 
Um, well, that's true. Aside, aside from that. <laughs> aside from that. No, I am very excited for her starting school. Generally, like, I'm not one of these mums that, like, like, I don't really get, like, nostalgic, like, in that way. Um, I mean, of course, I mean, I look back at baby photos or whatever. I'm like, oh, she was so cute. God, wasn't things simple then? <laughs> you know? But, like, um, but I genuinely, I, I get excited to see her development. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. I, like, you know, to see the, the person that she's slowly and surely becoming. And then I get terrified because I realise she's a mini version of me and then I remember what a shitstorm that was as, a grow, as like growing up <laughs> as a teenager. And, and so, yeah, that's not oh, cool. But good I, luck with that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I, 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 I love seeing her learn new things and coming home and telling me about shit, you know? I'm not one of these parents Aww, that sort of yeah. cling to her being a baby. I'm like, no, fuck off, grow. Like, let's do shit. Let's, you know, like... I love that shit. So yeah, know, school for yeah. me isn't really that daunting because it's just a, the next stage of her development and her growing up. But of course, um, of course. yeah, the, the morning routine scares the shit out of me. I'll be honest. It, it, <laughs> it's it, it's weird. I mean, as a parent myself, obviously Florence is twelve, and uh, yeah, next next week she'll be starting the second second year in secondary school, and you just think, <gasps> no. and it's just like, yeah, 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 it's just like it's it's crazy because like now they're just doing stuff and you think oh, oh god she's almost going to be a teenager mm. and that's when this shit's going to hit the fan mm. um although teenager let's be honest thanks to fucking the internet teenager starts when they're like eight they, these days yeah, yeah you know like fuck me did you tell her that um year eight because it's year eight she'll be going into isn't it yeah that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's like is that sophomore year for our American listeners? I don't know, the bit in the middle. Year eight for us, though, is the fucking piss easy year. Because year seven, you get into school and you're like, oh, everything's big and everything's new and what the fuck is this? And I've got a timetable now and what the fuck? And then, like, you kind of get used to that. And then year eight, it's just like, oh, this is fucking easy. I've been doing this for a year and I've got no big major exams and everything's kind of cool. We're not the bottom of the food chain anymore and fucking life's easy. And then you get to year nine, you've got your SATs. Then obviously year 10, 11, you've got your GCSEs, which is like your final exams and shit and coursework and whatnot and your final grade overall. So like year eight, if you told her, it's like fucking psh, enjoy it because it, yeah, just, it, just, it goes downhill from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it, I think she is aware that shit's gonna start to crank up mm. so but yeah no she's an intelligent kid so I, i'm sure she'll yeah. do well did you tell her as well that as long as she gets at least a c in english and math nothing else really matters no i, I didn't say that I, I i did say i expect at least seven or eight uh a's at GCSEs. oh you know that approach works well you know nothing but pressure good job <laughs> <laughs> I used to it was so bad I used to work at the bank right fucking out not only did I used to tell our, our genuine customers as an advisor I'd be like look money is only numbers and paper until you spend it live your life yes. I would legit give that out as advice <laughs> I don't know why they hire 20 year olds to work at a bank but but I also used to get these these teenagers these like you know people who are in their final years of school and shit coming in fucking you know, terrified and whatnot. And also, I'm the kind of person that I like to ask about. I don't, I don't just sort of do the bare minimum, as you can tell. Like, I like to talk. So I, I used to perk up my day by asking people, hey, how's your day going? What are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, my God, I got this exam or whatever. And I used to literally go, you know, all of the four years removed from school and all my worldly experience, I scared, look, <clears throat> don't tell your parents I told you this. But as long as you get an, at least a C in math and English, that's enough to get you to college. Anything else, no one cares. So it's all gravy. No one fucking cares. No one looks at it. No one minds. As long as you can add numbers and you can speak and write English, 
no one cares then when you get to college do your specialist subjects for whatever you want to do and that's what gets you to uni see I, I was always told as long as you can dance then <laughs> you're okay <laughs> just foot loose that shit it worked yeah. for kevin bacon you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and george volta yeah and john yeah well who could who could fucking forget i mean jesus all you need is a good pair of jazz hands and you're set for life Woo-hoo. Woo! all you need is dance um, yeah so i mean that yeah worked for the the people in our in our first film you know they're living their best lives um <laughs> no judgment what are you wow, drinking? That, that sounded really judgy hey nothing to do with i, I have nothing but respect for sex workers um right Gosh. what am i drinking jj whitley's raspberry vodka uh with some lemonade it's a bit of a girly drink but i don't give a fuck because it's nice um so i have got Um, a little bit of a blurb it's a bit boring but I'll fucking read it out anyway because I like to an infusion of Russian vodka and fresh British raspberries this pink vodka is packed with fruity flavour and mixes great all used as a colourful party shot Um, oh I wonder what that actually I'm going to taste a bit of that like straight and see what that one minute do you hear that pop is that a good one I did should I do that again I'm going to do it again oh you popped it he popped it back (laughs) in I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out and make it sound real <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, are we ready? Oh, that, that that's good. good. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm just going to take this straight out of the bottle because, you know, I'm a classy girl that way. Mm. Oh, hey, you know what? That is actually fucking good. That yeah. really does taste like raspberries. Nice. Um, anyway, nice. JJ Whitley's multi-award winning artisanal. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. It's got anal at the end of that word. Um, artisanal Russian vodka is the base spirit for this premium raspberry vodka blended with fresh British raspberries. Isn't this literally just what they said? Yes. Anyway, apparently it was the gold winner of the Vodka Masters 2021. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to assume that it is high class vodka judges. Vodka Masters. Is the vodka Masters. The... Yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> it's basically the owners of the, uh, the vodka company. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's the owners of vodka just worldwide. Just all of it. Yeah. Yeah. They are vodka through and through. What are you drinking? Uh, right. I'm having a little cheeky number. Shout out going out to my mate Luke, um, who got me this for my birthday a few months ago now, but I only saw him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he got me a bottle of Woods Old Navy Rum. Shout out. Did he get it because your last name's Wood? Yes, he did. Ah! I love that. And he, and he knows I love rum. You do so. love rum. I do. Uh, this is particularly strong rum. <laughs> What's the percentage? Uh, 57. Oh, yeah, that is not, that's not, that's not fucking juicy sauce, is it? That is, it, that's tart. It, yeah, it's not, it doesn't mess about. Um, Mine's this is 38%. Hard, uh, 38? Yeah, it's not bad for vodka, is it? Uh, well, no, that's, yeah, just that average. Yeah, that's about right. Hmm. Um, Woods Old Navy Rum, established 1887, harvested from the finest Demerara cane. So here we go. I can't even open the fucking thing up. Whoa! That, I just came. Fucking hell. I just well, came. Guess what? Looks what? like I have as well. It's gone <laughs> fucking everywhere. Did, just, did you just shoot your load? Oh, shit, lads. Hang on, there's, there's literally... Okay. See, this is why I do this, because I'm skilled when it comes to... Putting <laughs> Out. When okay. it comes to uh, yeah, <laughs> clearly sp- I spurt everywhere. Dealing with, obviously dealing with fluid. <laughs> did you did you squirt? 
I squirted. Oh, nah. It's alright, it happened. You should be lucky, oh. not everyone can squirt, is all I'm saying. Fucking hell. Is it strong? It is strong. Did it hit the back of your throat? Oh, fucking hell. God, Are you drinking okay. it neat? Yeah, you gotta drink rum neat, pretty nah, much. Nah, put some fucking coke on that shit. You can't. Nah, it. we we gotta try rum, you know, as it is. Yeah, try it, and now put some coke in it, because you're clearly a like you're clearly a pansy. You can't handle it. Well, I haven't got any coke, so I'm gonna have to drink it straight. <laughs> you remember how I said buckle up at the beginning of this? <laughs> Get ready. Yeah, ready. <laughs> it's not me. You have to watch out for apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So this hey. is yeah. yeah. Should we go on with our first segment? Let's do it. Buy it, Let's rent it, bin it. I feel like we should it. have some like do 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 kind of music. I feel like it's been long enough. Maybe I'll rustle some up. Maybe I won't. Cut me ass. Right. So, okay. Do you want to go first? I can go first. Uh, <laughs> and this was the uh, introduction which I gave out earlier. This is taken from this film, and I shall read out again. Look, Bab, so many little eggies, and I'm still starving. And I'm going to eat them all before I go to sleepy. I fucking hate you so much. Uh, I know exactly was, what this is from. That was Miss Edie uh, <laughs> from the film The Pink Flamingos from 1972, directed yes, by John Waters. We do love a bit of John Waters. We do love a bit of John Waters. Now, I had never seen this film. It's been on my once want to watch list for for a long long time i've known about this since the 80s i think my brother had a copy um on vhs somewhere it seems uh, like one of those movies that like kind of got the bootleg type you know pass it around your friends oh have you heard about Prince of Windows? Blah, blah. yeah no absolutely some consider it extreme uh and yes there are definitely aspects of this film which are quite extreme um uh, and in actual fact, before I, before I start, the reason actually quite a lot of my films are all quite extreme is because I've been listening to a podcast called uh, Zobo with a Shotgun, uh, which is a lady called Zoe, uh, aka uh -huh. Zobo. See what she did uh, And yeah, see what she did there. And she, her podcast is about uh, extreme films. So we're talking the nasty shit, the fucking dark shit. You know, the proper... Like, you know, we did uh, Extreme August, that type of stuff. Yeah. So, the reason why I started listening, because I really wanted to hear a female voice talking about uh, extreme films, and she likes this type of stuff. And oh, my chopped liver? Not all of it. She doesn't like everything. No, what am I? Like, you've heard me talk about extreme films. Fuck yeah, you then, whatever. Yeah, no, of course, of course, of course. But, Do I, mean, I not it's count? Just, it, it, it's different to have a different voice, Kate. Mm. You understand. I don't just being facetious. Carry on. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I, I do recommend this if, if you want to dip your toe into um, into extreme films. Uh, yeah, Zobo with a uh, shotgun is good to listen to. She gives like a like a history of, of various um, films and and does it uh, the history through uh, different decades. Oh, that's so anyways, interesting. Yeah, so it was good. So th this came up in the, in the 1970s. Uh, this was done in 1972. So Pink Flamingos. Uh, yeah, this is, is quite extreme, but I wouldn't say it's like your, um, I don't know, uh, what type of, like, like a tr Atroz that, that we watched. It's not, 
I, I okay i haven't seen it but from what i gather it's it's poor taste but it's not it's not malicious as as a yeah i, I would i would totally agree with you um I like because it's malicious yeah 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 oh yeah that's just, just a bit just a bit downright nasty yeah uh i mean this this is more dumb comedy really um i mean i find it hilarious some of the quotes are just like ridiculous uh this i mean like that miss miss uh edie or whatever, eddie or whatever her name was she was just kept going. I want my eggs. I want my eggs. That's the baby, right, or whatever. Like the she's like this huge woman in a, in a baby yeah, pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just hilarious, gang. Okay? I want to see the Eggman. I want to see the Eggman. Where's the Eggman? It's just like this dumb, dumb crap. Um, yeah, it just really tickled my sense of humour. Um, there is one particular scene, uh, or actually two, which I find a bit. Whoa, that was a bit, bit close to the. Close to the bone. Uh, I, know which ones. I, I, I will say what they are because this, these, uh, this film was from. Wait. Oh, holy shit. Oh my god, my glass just broke into. Oh dear. Like a clean ring. Literally, oh. a clean ring just came off the top. Oh dear. Okay. We'll just take a break while I just go and yes. get no a new drink. Also, mop up my laptop a little bit. I'll be a sec. Sorry, mate. No worries. All right. Fucking, these are only new glasses as well. All right. Hopefully there's no glass in there because I'm just pulling it straight out of one into another. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. Alrighty. Alrighty. Hey dude, sorry about that. That's so That's weird. Right. It literally just clean came off like a like a perfect ring off the top. <laughs> Hopefully it there's no happen. glass in the actual liquid. Uh, liquid? Liquid, because liquid. I just, oh I just uh, poured it straight into a new glass. So. <laughs> uh, sorry, right, carry on. What were you saying? You were saying about two scenes oh, in particular. Two, two extreme scenes. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so basically uh, the first one, which I, I just thought was completely, completely unnecessary. Um, as I say, this film was made in 1972. Uh, so if you haven't seen it already, there is going to be some spoilers. Uh, so I'm going to spoil this bit. Uh, basically, this couple go into this shed to have sex. Um, and they're basically like boning. And then suddenly this guy grabs a chicken. And one's, one of these chickens has a head. And the other chicken is flapping without a head. A, a real live chicken. There's blood going everywhere. And they're sort of shagging on top of it. And... And he's got this uh, a live chicken in his hand. And it's just like, what the actual fuck? And that was and, real as well. Like, that, And that was real. And yeah. it's just like, you know, one of those moments where they think, well, is that really, really fucking necessary? Yeah, it's just animal, no. animal cruelty, isn't it? Uh, you know, and then, oh, John Waters said, oh, but, you know, the cast cooked immediately cooked it afterwards. And you think, well, hang on it's a minute. The... Uh, okay, but you killed it for the sake of the film, not because you're going to eat it. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I thought that was a bit bit wank. I didn't like that bit. Yeah. Um, uh, and then obviously there's a bit <clears> at the <throat> end where a, a dog basically is walking down this uh, down the sidewalk and uh, does a shit. And uh, Divine, who I think is absolutely hilarious, goes goes over and 
and picks up this dog shit, which is literally just coming out of the dog's ass. Oh god! And and starts to eat it and just looks at the camera. That was like on a dare as well. Uh, yeah, and you think, oh my god, why, oh why? But it's it's just funny but disgusting. Like if um, I'm, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they had wrapped filming. This was not a script, and they. Oh right. And, and the dog just just walked by. And, and, they, and I think John Waters dared her. All right. <laughs> and I, th- I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. And they just filmed it, and it was like, that'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah. And there's there's blowjobs and all sorts of stuff going Isn't on. Isn't there like a blowjob between like divine? Relation, yeah. Relation, yeah. Like they're like they're related or something. The what? Aren't they related? Or at least in the film they're related. Oh yeah, in the film they're related. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, or, or is it or is it the mother and mother and son? No, mother and son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, Ugh. it's, uh, yeah. I just, I know that this is going to be one of your choices in the future. I just, know, I fucking know it. Well, I, I, I think I, I said to you, I think we should watch this live, do do a commentary. A commentary, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny. Did we, have we, my memory for this shit is terrible. Did we cover Grease? No, I, no, I had to watch Greasy Strangler last year for Summer Series. That's what it was. Yeah. We haven't covered it here though, have we? We should get Boz and do Greasy Strangler. Yes, defo. defo. We should work on that. All right, cool. Um, okay. So. Anything else you want to say about Pink, pink Flamingos? He's been castrated. His penis is gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a buy it from me. Uh, yeah, I, I, had, I had a lot of fun with it because All it's right. just, yeah, just, as I say, there are those little bits which are a bit shitty, but, uh, in the <laughs> literal sense. Literally. <laughs> See what I did there? I saw you did that. But, yeah, that's He's got jokes, flamingos. son. <laughs> pink flamingos. That's a buy it. All right, nice. Also, as well, um, I told you this the other day, actually, when we were talking about it, and, uh, this is, I think this is fairly well-known knowledge, but just in case people don't know, um, the uh, Disney villain Ursula from The Little Mermaid was her aesthetic was based on Divine. Yes, you said that. Yeah, which I love. I love that Disney have taken <laughs> a character. All right, it is a villain, but they've taken this uh, character and based them not only on a drag queen, but this fucking drag queen of all people. Not like RuPaul or anything. It's, it's fairly wholesome. But fucking divine, <laughs> shit-eating, like foul-mouthed, fucking shock, shock, shocking as you like, drag queen. They face yeah. a Disney character on for children. I fucking love that. I just fucking love that. Just that tickles me. There is. And Ursula is one of my favourite villains. I think she might be my absolute favourite villain. And I tell you what, poor unfortunate souls is an absolute fucking banger, and it's one of my favourite Disney songs. And no one will tell me otherwise. <laughs> Fucking love it. Anyway, cool. All right, nice. All, All right. right. Well, if we do a What's commentary on that, I actually am kind of low-key looking forward to that because I think it'll make for entertaining chat. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Cool. What's, what's your first one? My first one. So I have to... I'd, this was not on purpose. All my movies have um, racial undertones. Okay. Uh, not intentional at all. It's just when I started listening to that, I was like, huh, look at that. Um, my first one was uh, one I watched uh, the other week with a friend who had never seen it before, even though uh, they do like horror movies. They haven't really seen anything beyond the last 10 years um, or prior to the last 10 years. So um, I, I don't want to say made them. They were quite into it. But I was like, oh, we should do this. We watched Candyman from 1992. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, so 
All right, there's not really much I can say here that people probably don't already know, but like Candyman, psh, what can you say? It's a classic for a reason. It's based on a Clive Barker novel, short story, I believe. I haven't read it, but that's what I know. Um, it's about an urban legend called Candyman. You say his name five times in the mirror and he turns up behind you and kills you with his hook. And there's a kind of a, a love story in the background to do with what happened to him uh, and how he died. Um, and then we bring it to modern day or, you know, 1992 modern day. And we've got Virginia Madsen, who's excellent, and she's an investigative journalist, and she wants to write about this urban legend to do with the kind of the um, fuck, what's it called? <sighs> Fucking what's it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I don't yeah, know the... and it's kind of like you know uh, the segregation and shit, and that whole thing is is continued in the in the sequel that came out last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and and basically it's just, you know, her, how this kind of whole story unfolds for those who don't, aren't familiar with it. I can't imagine there is anyone who isn't. But anyway, um, and uh, fucking iconic score, really well shot, brilliantly acted, really great, compelling plot. Um, not really much else to say about it. It's fucking Candyman. If you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it and then go watch the new one because I really like that one as well. In fact, I'm pretty sure it appeared in my top ten. And uh, yeah, that is a buy it from me. I would back that up entirely. Bish bash bosh. Done. Bish bash bosh. What's your next one? My next one. Uh, I'm also continuing the... Uh, I'm not also, but I'm continuing the extreme theme. Um, I thought I would dip my toe into the Japanese guinea pig series. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck's sakes. Um, this one being the first one called The Devil's Experiment. Mm. From 1985. Now, I thought these films were a bit more recent. I thought they were more sort of 2000. I hadn't realised that they were done in, in the 80s, the majority of them. Um, okay. Uh, this is directed by Sotoru Ogura. Um, and yeah, this is the guinea pig, the devil's experiment. Uh, the synopsis is a duo of guys capture and brutally torture... A young girl to the point of piercing her retina. Um, okay. Going in, I was expecting... Uh, well, I, I kind of knew what I was going to be watching. And I was really going... Okay, it's 45 minutes long. Just put yourself through it so you've kind of done it. Um, and it's only 45 minutes? It's only 45 minutes. Mm, okay. No, it's it's 43 minutes. So oh, wow. I thought, bing, bish, bash, bosh, get out of the way. Um, okay. Uh, it, it isn't very good. Um, not because, not because of the content. All right, the content and, and the, the idea is very extreme. Mm. I mean, in the synopsis, you, you get the kind of vibe. However, it's... It isn't very well done. I mean, from the off, they have this girl tied to a chair and they're slapping her across the face. Okay, this is like the initiation, um, as it were. Um, and you know when you slap somebody across the face and you kind of, like, you've got your other hand there to, to pretending to be holding up her head so you can slap it. Oh, right, okay, yeah, I'm with you. It was just like, okay... You can clearly see exactly what's going on. Right. And for the first, sort of like, five, ten minutes, it's just like this, you know, different guys taking turns slapping her. 
And it's just like, okay, this is a bit of shit. For 10 minutes? Well, pretty much. a 43 minute movie, you got 10 minutes of her getting slapped on the just, face. Just, it's just, you know, and like <clears throat> punching her and stuff. It, okay, oh, Honestly, okay. it doesn't sound very nice. Okay, as I say, the, the, the idea isn't, isn't nice. No, but the not. actual, but they just they put her through torture. But like, the torture's like just kind of weird torture. Like they have her in a chair and they play white noise to her for fifteen minutes. That sounds lush. No, sorry, no, not fifteen minutes. Fifteen hours, okay. Uh, okay, and she's yeah, she's literally screaming because it's taped. The headphones are taped to her head, and she's screaming more. Than her having, uh, you know... Her retina pierced. Uh, yeah. And things like that. You think, well, hang on a minute. That doesn't make sense. She's screaming because they cut her a little bit. And then they pour maggots on her. And she's, like, writhing as if it's, like, the worst thing in the world. That these maggots are kind of crawling around her face. And they just think, oh, dear God. Mm. Um, it, okay, it's... It's, it's a definite binet from me because it, I don't think it's very well done. The the whole story was pretty shit because it didn't go anywhere. Say, what, what is the what is the point of this? It... It, it, it is, <clears throat> it's pretty much pointless. It, okay, it's just here's forty five minutes of torture for you. Basically, basically, um, but really not very well done. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I have seen a few of these sort of films uh especially of late and they are done very well mm. however this was done very badly um and so I you got no plot and you got no no reason just for anything not, no not nothing well. nothing it's, it's mm. kind of like, like they're atros at least there was a little bit of like a backstory that they found these tapes and they're looking into it blah blah, blah. yeah this and in fairness the effects are like as much as i fucking loathe that film like the effects were like it, you know because of the, the way that it was shot like and it was and it was a bit fuzzy and it was found footage and shit and because of that they managed to get away with a lot of the stuff with the effect and so it looked it did look real yes yeah 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 so this this was like found footage as well obviously somebody just filming them right. them conducting this this torture basically but it just—it was just—it was just shit. It was just sure. really shit, and I have no idea why uh, it's been given so much praise. Uh, but Has obviously, it? well, I've in, heard nothing but crap about it. It was just in in extreme circles, should I say? Right. It's kind of held in some high regard. What does your uh, your Zobo say on it? Do you, have you heard anything? What she thinks? I cannot remember. Um, mm. I can have a quick look on a letterbox. Um, uh, what the hell's it called? Uh, Zobo with a shotgun. No, no, I'm just finding the uh, devil's experiment. Has she seen it? She has seen it. She gave it a five. Out of five? Out, out of ten. Oh, I thought you said it was on letterbox. It, yeah, it is. Oh, so, all right, okay. Uh, two and a half stars. Right, oh, okay. So uh, not great, but it seems like she didn't hate yeah. it either. I, I gave it half a star. Yeah. <laughs> would give it zero if I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, yeah. Uh, that's that. There we go. Guinea pig, devil's experiment. Fuck yeah. it off. 
Yeah, fuck off. Right, cool. Won't watch that then. Um, so my next one was, um, again, I was watching with a friend and they hadn't seen it. And I was just like, ooh, you'll like this one. Because she's not, um, she likes horror, but she's not like a horror, horror fan. But like, we always kind of like used to watch horror as kids and shit, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah. now I just basically, I coax into watching it as an adult. <laughs> but I never go anything too extreme because she just, she'll just phase out. Um, she likes stuff with a bit of plot and a bit of intrigue. So I got her watching 2005's The Skeleton Key. Aha. Did you watch this again recently? No. Something yes. else. Sorry. Oh, you did? Well, yeah, that's why it's in here. Okay, sorry, I thought you meant... Forget it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, so this stars Kate Hudson, John Hurt, and fucking other people. I can't remember. There's a famous lady in it as well. I can't fucking anyway, Oh, it's got Peter Sarsgaard in it too. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, if people don't know, it's a, a Kate Hudson who... And don't let that put you off. She's actually very good in this. Because um, I know she's not the most well-liked. Um, as an actor anyway okay um anyway Kate Hudson she is she's in New Orleans and she is a carer and uh, she gets very disillusioned with her care home job and she ends up uh, taking a job on as a living carer for John Hurt who is paralyzed and he can't talk and he's fully paraplegic and um his wife who is very particular very southern lady um and there's a whole kind of aspect of hoodoo not voodoo they're very particular about that hoodoo and voodoo are very different well pretty different and um uh yeah and there's this whole kind of like backstory with the history of the house which is a plantation house and like um this whole thing um and there's some supernatural elements and it's very mysterious there's um a lot of good creep factor to it um it's a really interesting story um and uh for those who have seen both i don't think anyone's going to disagree with me here i don't think you get a film like get out without skeleton key there's all i'm saying yeah um so um as much and that's not be disparaging get out at all it's it's, a, it's one of my favorites um but uh but yeah skeleton key is 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 a fantastic film uh for anyone who hasn't seen it please go check it out it's uh really very much worth your time um, and in case you can't tell, that is a buy it from me. Again, nice. buy it. Oh. I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. yeah good, what are your th- good, good what are your thoughts quickly on that one? Uh, it's a good film from what I can remember. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it gets unsung. I know Jamie J. Salmon's uh, highly rates it. Hey, Jamie. Okay. How's it going? Yeah. Um, and uh, in fact, actually, um, on the ABCs of Horror, which is uh, one of her shows, which is, has recently had a well, I say recently, but I think it's been about a year now. Anyway, she's re- she's re kind of booted it for a modern day phrase. She's rebooted it uh, with her husband Brian. Hey Brian, and um, but it's a show that they did with Dave Z. Hey Dave, Dave Z Flex for those who know. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, they had a show called The ABCs of Horror where they would go round the alphabet and they would cho- they would have a letter, you know, in chrono- chronological order, um, and they would talk about. Oh no, fuck it, ABCs of Hidden Horror. That's my thought. Yes, of course um, it is, yeah. And they would uh, talk about movies that um, didn't get spoken about a lot or people didn't really know about. And uh, I know, and on their um, their promo for it, Skeleton Key in particular gets mentioned. And it always gave me such joy because they're absolutely right. No one, well, I think maybe more so now, but certainly for a while, no one ever really spoke about it. And people tend to, tended to not have seen it. 
Um, and it's a shame because it is a really fucking great original film. And um, I think it's slowly but surely started to kind of get people have started to talk about it again. But if you don't know yeah. about it or if you haven't seen it, yeah, go check it out. It's on Netflix in the UK currently. Um, I don't know if it's anywhere else, no. but if you do, if you do get a chance to watch it, go watch it because it, it is great. Nice, nice, yeah. good chat. What's your last one? Okay, uh, unfortunately, I'm continuing the, <laughs> the extreme theme. We both uh, have themes. <laughs> I know. I just I literally, I've, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've just been watching. I was getting a bit bummed out with recent films, uh, not including Fright Fest. Just. I hadn't watched any, any anything really decent of, uh, of late. So have you been I watching just, a lot of new releases? I have. I've been finding the new releases have been pre previous to this. I had mm. apart from Prey, and uh, I still have yet to watch Prey. Oh, it's very good, very good. I've heard really good things. I do. I will. Yeah. I'm, yeah I will, maybe next week I've got a bit of time. To yeah, watch Prey, um, Black Phone. They're all good. Oh yeah, so. no, Black Phone's great. But um, yeah. oh, I need to watch the sadness. Okay. Now. So I'll watch the sad. Oh well. yeah, yeah, watch that as well. I know. I just, I've been busy. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. What's your so, last one? So, so yeah, I just needed, I just needed a, a change. Change. I just needed a change. You know, sometimes you just need a change. So I went yeah. down this extreme rabbit hole, um, <laughs> and this one is The Wizard of Gore from 1970. I've not heard now, of this. Yeah, this is by Herschel Gordon Lewis. Nope. You never heard of Herschel Gordon Lewis? I don't think so. Like. Okay. Give me, give me a uh, oh God damn it! What was the name of it? Uh, it did stuff like uh, uh, how to make a doll. Um, no. Shit. Uh, Gorgol, Gorgol girls. Oh, that no, that rings a bell. Uh, flipping heck. Uh, what's the what's the famous one? Blood. <laughs> blood. Oh, God damn it! My brain. Oh, uh, sorry. I'm sure people are shouting at the podcast. Oh, of course they are, and they're going, Jesus Christ, Matt. Sort your, sake, Matt. sort your brain out. Um, <laughs> so I haven't even heard of the guy, so, you know, you got one up on me. Okay, yeah, he was a, a, a famous, famous, like, horror director. Really? Like, uh, yeah, American. He was just always trying, pushing the boat out. Oh, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's just because I'm not overly into extreme horror films. I just... Well, no, no, but, yeah, but it's... Oh, Blood Feast. Blood Feast, there we go. Blood oh, Feast. yeah, no, I, yeah, 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 I have heard of that okay. one. Okay, so so obviously this is like, um, this is 1970s, so mm. in in that era, you know, we've had the 60s, let's, he's obviously thinking, well, let's see where we can go uh, with horror, let's let's take it to the next level. And obviously this is before things like Texas Chainsaw and, and what right. have you. Right. So... For its time, I'm like fucking hell. Like, wow, okay, that's really pretty extreme. It's basically about this wizard who basically <laughs> invites girls onto stage, or does he invite them, or does he hypnotise them? Anyway, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this actually sounds very fun so far. I mean, <laughs> well, it is, and he basically gets them on stage, and then he does various, has various different torture. Uh, things like he saw women. He saw a woman in half with a chainsaw. Uh, he sticks a metal spike in, uh, through into one's head. Um, what else was there? I can't quite remember. Presumably, there is no magic involved, and he's actually doing these things. Well, that's it. And then everybody's well. This is the the story you see because everyone goes, "Oh my god, how, how do they do that?" And then right. the and then the girl gets off off the stage, and then they 
she goes off and does her thing and then just suddenly falls over dead. Oh, <gasps> uh, that's So it has, I quite enjoyed this. Uh, it has this little bit of mystery, what's going on uh, story to it. And and then the the actual, his acts that he's doing on, on these on these unsuspecting women, mm. uh, they, they are pretty extreme. However, obviously for its time, 1970, so there's a lot of animal intestines being used. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, you know, bright red blood and stuff. Mm. Typical hammer horror style blood yeah, um, at the time. So, so it's can... a colour movie. It's a movie in colour. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you can see see what they're doing. Uh, yeah. So this is where I think sometimes black and white is actually better because it. Yes, I can. I, 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 I do understand that. I do understand that. Um, I think. Yeah, it's. I, I can't be too harsh on it because for its time, it it, it did it well. Um, sure. However. You know, it did feel a bit dated. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a rent it, rent it from me. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, nice. so what's your third? Uh, my third is a new release, so no spoilers, and that is Jordan Peele's Nope. Ooh, still not seen it. <clears throat> so uh, yes, <laughs> this took me three times to watch. <laughs> Um, luckily I get free cinema, so, um, I went with my friend, um, the first time and I think I got like maybe 20 minutes in and I fell asleep and that is not because of the movie. Okay. Um, that was because I was very tired and our seats at my cinema are really comfy. Um, and it's dark and I was warm. So, um, unfortunately that is a bit of a hazard with me because, <clears throat> you know, I'm old now. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> or more to the point, a parent. So <laughs> you catch naps when you can, guys. Um, but yeah, so I fell asleep and I kind of woke up here and there. Um, and then it, it was quite funny because at the end, my mate turned around to me and she was all like wide-eyed, like, oh my God. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, dude, I fell asleep. I can't even lie to you. I'm so sorry. And she was just like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second time uh, I went with my mum uh, who was okay. visiting and we got into the screen <laughs> and the film's literally about to start and I get a call from my kid's nursery because she's hurt herself <laughs> I'm like, so I had to go collect her and actually I had to take her to A&E in the end but she's fine, she's fine, she's fine but it wasn't one of those things where I was just like oh that really sucks, put a band-aid on it and I'll see you later kind of thing. you know, it was like no, 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 we need you to pick her up blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this one, third time's a charm, third time lucky um, and I stayed awake throughout the whole thing. Um, and my mum was again, this is our, our second try with my mum. Um, and yeah, so I managed to get that. And uh, yeah, it was, um, I had tried to sort of stay away from trailers and stuff. So I, I, I had an inkling as to what it about. I knew it was about sort of like UFOs. I knew that Nope stood for not of planet Earth. Um, but out with that, like, I really tried to kind of stay away from anything else. Um, so I went in sort of fairly blind. And it was one of those films where, I don't know, it, it felt, at least for the first half, it felt a little bit disjointed. Okay. Like, there was a lot of different things going on, and they just didn't seem to mesh. Okay. You know, it was, it was almost, uh, it was almost kind of like, 
you know you have those films like love actually or he's just not that into you where they have like several um storylines going on at once Okay. And they all kind of like run alongside each other, but they never really kind of meet apart from tenuously here and there. Um, it was kind of, it felt kind of like that, but it wasn't that type of movie. And so it didn't feel like, it, it just, it didn't feel like that was the point of it. Um, because it wasn't like these were just entirely separate stories. These characters were inter interacting with each other and things, but, um, but it just, it felt kind of disjointed in that way. Um, and, Again, it was a the pacing was a little bit off. I'm not gonna lie. I love Kiki Palmer, but I did find her character a little bit grating after a uh, bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, however, the last half it really seemed to kind of get into its stride, and things started to make a bit more sense. And um, you know, underlying stories, there were themes that you could then bring into what was happening in the present day. And although they didn't necessarily they, they, they didn't link so much you could see at least the themes of what Jordan Peele I think was trying to sort of talk about and it's not so sociopolitical as like uh, sociopolitical as, as, as us or as, as get out by any means um, but there is there is definitely like a little bit of a message there and by the end it's it kind of got to the movie that I was kind of waiting for okay yeah yeah and I don't want to say like the payoff made me forgive everything that I found a little bit mm, at the beginning, but it was worth that journey getting there, if that makes sense. Like um, one of my mates, Kev, he he started watching, he watched like the first half and he was like, I don't know. I'm like, dude, yeah, the first half is a bit, I don't know, but keep going with it because it is worth getting to that ending. Um, and the visuals on it were amazing. The acting, even though the characters aren't necessarily like the best, the acting is fantastic. Um, you know, we've got um, Daniel Kaluuya again, who was in Get Out, and he's been in Black Mirror, and he's been in uh, Black Panther, and tons of stuff. Um, and he's he's great as usual. Kiki Palmer is, although I do find her character kind of a great thing, she is great at that character. Okay, um, yeah. If that makes sense. Um, it does, yeah. Know, the characters, for the most part, are quite likable. Um, and as I say, the, the, there's this effect, the, the effect of this kind of, I don't want to say too much, but this sort of like extra terrestrial ufo type whatever it is the spectacle is phenomenal um yeah. and the theories that they work with are really interesting um so i'll watch get out and us over this any day you tell okay. me out of all the jordan peele's movies which ones do you want to watch it'll be get out if i don't get get out i'll go us um but Ooh. there was a lot I liked about this film and you could see again like I mean Jordan Peele makes no qualms about his, who his influences are you know you can yeah. see sort of like early day John Carpenter in this you can see Twilight Zone in this you, you know all of this kind of stuff um, so if people who are fans of sci-fi they should get a lot from this movie um, it just it didn't hit all the marks for me and it was kind of it was a bit surprising because Jordan Peele for me so far has been I mean okay granted he has only done two horror movies but uh, or two movies in fact um, but um, yeah okay. and I, I suppose even if you include his if you include the reboot oh not the reboot but the sequel of Candyman because he was producer on that one like if you want to include that one as well like Candyman was better than this film much better but um, there was a lot there to, to take from it so for me it's, it's a rent it okay do you think I would like it 
Or as I think you would probably actually, yeah, I think you would find the same as me. Um, okay. And I know you and I do do different, do have differences in opinion on some stuff, but I think we also don't. And I think that yeah. you, you'll yeah. appreciate the stuff that I appreciate. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's difficult to talk yeah. about because it's such a new release. I don't want to say too much. You know, it's difficult no, to kind of beat around the bush you, on it. Um, it is. It, you know, it, I will watch it at some stage. Um, hmm. It's worthwhile if it comes on the streaming channel or you want to spend a couple of quid renting it. It's hundred percent worth that. Hundred percent okay. worth that. I just don't that's know whether I'll rush out and buy it. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard anybody go. Oh my god, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been a general. Yeah, it's alright. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, alright. Yeah. It's worth okay. a watch. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. Cool. Also, don't forget, I do get free cinema, so. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm spending 10, 15 quid on a ticket and coming out, yeah. you know, like, so I. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Have, have you, you got a. I was going to say. I have. You have. Good. You go. Uh, this is for <clears throat> Guinea Pig Devils experiment cool so this is our our little little bit that we do where we find a weird slash funny slash odd weird um, mini, mini review mini review from from the tinternet from the tinternet this is where from, did you get this from yeah uh this is from <coughs> a chap who calls himself the shrimps man you get yours from letterbox don't you i do yeah nice. uh, uh, uh his What's this ratings? Uh, he gave it half a, half a star. Half a star, okay. Ha another half a star. I'll give it half, half a star. Yeah. So, uh, he said, the highlight of this movie is the incredible race between two maggots which ends in dramatic fashion and definitely inspired Disney to do the infamous scene between Scar and Mufasa in The Lion King. <laughs> that maggot was evil. Viewers made me want to watch that. <laughs> I oh, want to see these two maggots raced to the death. Oh, jeez. Just for that one bit, I won't watch anything else. I just want to watch these two maggots. I'll tell you what, that is compelling viewing. Excellent. Certainly is. Nice. Is that, is, did you have any others or is that? Is that, uh, that, that was it. There, were, there, weren't that, there weren't that many reviews. Uh, people just <laughs> going, why did you make me watch this shit? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I Usual was good because I like to do a. Um, a new release if I can for this thing. So I had a look at note, but every everyone do you know what's weird? Because everyone kind of said the same thing as me, but they're all giving it like one star. I'm like, dude, it's not worth one star. Like um but none of it was really funny. It was just kind of like, oh everyone did the it's a nope for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck my like if you use that I'm just I'm disregarding your review yeah. altogether. Like come on yo. Um so I've done it instead for Candyman. Okay, yeah yeah. Now, in fairness, there was hardly any, any low reviews, but I thought the ones that there might be was quite fun. Usually it was people going, oh, it's not scary. Oh, the socio-political bullshit, blah, blah, woke, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, this is 1992. The term woke wasn't even a thing then. It was just, you know, knowledgeable. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so this is from INDB. Uh, this is from someone called Marsha 23 <laughs> This is from March 2020, so it's quite a recent one okay. considering how old the film is. Go on, Cat Marsha. Go on, Cat Marsha. Right, it's called I Hate This Movie. Ooh. Block capitals. Uh, four stars out of ten. <clears throat> it's not that this movie is bad. It's just that it's so damn scary. It's good, but it just scares me too much to even remotely like the movie. 
I can't sleep for days watching this. I hate clowns more than anything in the world except for this movie. All in block capitals. <laughs> Candyman takes the cake. And I'm not saying it's bad, but my utter fear for it makes me rate it so low. Whenever I see the actor who played the Candyman in different movies or shows, I look away from the TV until his scene goes away. I'm strange, I know, but this movie scares the hell out of me. It's greatly made, but scary. Oh, Jesus. Cat Marsha, <laughs> Cat Marsha 23, you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I just, I hate clowns more than anything except for this movie. Dude, like, I hate clowns more than anything in the world. But, but, oh, yeah, real quick. Did I fucking, just a real thing. I went to Thought Park lately. And so people who who know me have listened to me for a while. I went into a clown maze. I was going to test out my hypnotherapy. Made, you know, because I hadn't seen a clown in real life since my hypnotherapy. But I've been able to watch clown movies. And I've been able to go into, you know, Halloween stores and whatever and shit and see all that stuff and been fine. Anyway, so I got about halfway around and had a panic attack. So, <laughs> not totally cured. Um, two two steps forward and one step back. But I didn't black out. All right, well, this was pretty good was going. Good I was all right afterwards. Like I was a bit shaken up, but I was okay. But I did I did cry and kind of crumpled to the floor and I had to be escorted out <laughs> with the, with this woman. It was so sweet. So this woman, like they kind of. I was with my friend and as soon as like as soon as I reacted they immediately kind of came to my aid bless them and um and I was like clung onto this this girl's arm who was one of the workers and we'd go through all of this thing and she was like anytime we went to a new room I was like no scare no scare and I could just kind of peeking through my eyes and my tears I could just, I could see all these like people um, as clowns yeah like cowering and like just like hiding and stuff and and not coming out and one of them i swear to god i don't i might have made this up but one of them genuinely looked disappointed that he didn't get scared oh really (laughs) Uh, and then i came out and obviously it's all dark and shit you know and and i came out and we're in sunlight and i look up and the god escorting me is in fucking clown makeup really yeah she's (laughs) and she's going to me she's like are you okay do you need to walk like i'm okay but i really need you to leave i just need you to go go can you just please go you know like and she's just like oh 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 yeah because she's obviously wearing it all day and she's probably forgotten shit (laughs) and stuff but they were like really nice about it and stuff so yeah anyway i thought i would (laughs) i would explain that just because it mentioned clowns and reminded me uh, so yeah, not totally over it. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll get back into that hypnotherapy or some shit because I would really like to not have that re- reaction to stuff in real life. I, 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 I can help you. I can make you watch no. more cl- clown movies. No. Yes, 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 mm. It helps, it helps. We'll start with Terrifier 2 in, in October. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you so much. <laughs> All right, okay. why not? Fuck it. Uh, yeah, so that was, my, that, was my, that was my MDB review. So we have a... We have our our little game segment. Oh, we're going to that. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> As usual. Uh, we have Fuck, Marry, Kill. No, that's not right. That's the original game. We have Fuck, Movie, Kill. Fuck, Movie, Kill. Indeed. Fuck, movie Sorry, kill. I'm, just, I'm just bringing up my, my things. Your things? 
So while you're bringing up your things, I will do a little bit of recap. Uh, we have three games, and so they go on rotation. So by the time we get back to a game, you've probably forgotten, or maybe this is your first episode. Fuck, Mary Kill is based off... Um, well, just the title really is just based off Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, it's actually nothing to do with the original game. But what we do is we take a quote from a film, or we make one up, and basically our counterpart has to tell us whether it comes from a film or whether it's one we've made up. Now, the twist of it is, is that... <laughs> The quote, even though it could come from a horror film, could also be said in the bedroom. Haha, see, fuck movie, and then we kill it by if we think it comes from a movie, we say what movie it comes from. Pow, pow, pow. Okay, how, how many are we doing again? Two each. Two each. Them's okay. the rules. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, all right, cool. So do you wanna go first or me go first? I can go first. Okay, cool. I made these games up and I actually, I did not think about the pressure that I'd be put under when I'm playing. <laughs> You're under no pressure. No <laughs> pressure. Okay. Go for it. Bum -ba -bum -ba -dum. That's my mother you're pissing on. <laughs> I want to say Pink Flamingos. <laughs> no. That's my mother you're pissing on. That doesn't even sound... That's got to be from a film. That's not something that you've just made up. That's got to be from a film, but fuck me, I cannot think of that. Have I seen that film? I think you have. That's my mother, you're pissing. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm quite hashtag moist right now. But... <coughs> <How's> <laughs> no, water sports is not my thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no shame for those who it is for, but it's not mine. Um... Why you pissing on? I don't know, but for some <laughs> For some reason, I heard that back in my head like Draco Malfoy. That's my mother you're pissing on. <laughs> I don't know. I want to say it's a film, but I, just, I could not tell you what film it's from. Okay. Is it from a film? It is from a film. It is from a film. And I've definitely seen it. No, not definitely. I think oh. you have. You should. You should have done. Oh, oh no! Don't say that. Oh, I, I will say that. Oh. If you haven't, it would be a good film for us to watch. As a okay. Commentary. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of them. Uh, that's my movie. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to just even think of a, of a, of a film where someone pisses on someone. Mm. Okay. Um, let me give you a clue. Yeah, give me a clue. Uh, the director, mm. horror director, went on mm. to bigger and better things. Or better. Do you say better? Or just bigger things? Bigger things. Hmm. Oh, is it Brain Dead? Yes. Ah. AKA Dead Alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You have uh, seen it. Bigger and different things, should we say? Yes. Have you, Not have you better seen or it? worse, but no. Um, have you seen it? I. Um, I'll be honest. Not one hundred percent sure. I don't. I can't remember if I've seen it or if I've just seen so many <laughs> clips of it and shit that I. Like I have like almost false memories. I, okay. Me and my mates 
we, when I was younger, we would just like shove on any old, we'd go around my mates and he always had these most fucking weird, fucking stupid ass movies and we would just shove shit on in the background with like, you know, smoke and drink and shit and yeah. like, and I've got a feeling it might be one of them or it could be just that I've just, it's just one of those films that is just so renowned that you think you've seen it even if you haven't. But yeah, I would be totally fucking up for watching that. Yeah, cool. Alrighty. But I feel like I have, because like, I, as soon as I was just like, dude, I fucking know what that is. Well, there we go. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, yeah. All right, cool. Let's do your one. I win. <clears throat> well, I got that one anyway. All right, uh, this is this is quite straightforward, um, but I panicked, I'm not going to lie, and I was just like, fuck it, anything. <laughs> this is like about two hours ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so <clears throat> I'm going to say it in a sexy voice to try and deter you, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> what do you want? I want to see what you're Ah, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I know it's a film. Mm. And I know it... Uh, oh, God, that's where everyone's screaming at me. <laughs> You'll know why I laugh like that in a minute. I scream. Yeah! <laughs> That's why everyone screams at me. I was like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I scream. I want to know what you're in. I want to see what you're in. Yes, of course. Like. Yes, of course. Yes. Quite a sexy line, though. I tell you what, if someone said that to me, I'd be hello. <laughs> um, obviously, not in that way, but like, it, like you know, someone said it to me like that. But if they, someone said it to me all seductive and shit, I'm like, ooh, hey. Bloody hell. I mean, no, it'd be awful and really weird. Oh my god. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, okay. In, out, in, out, shake it all about. <laughs> Let's do the hot pokey and <gasps> scream and shout. Oh, fuck you, that's a movie and I fucking know what it is and I can't fucking think. <laughs> oh, uh, that is annoying. Uh, it is a movie, isn't it? Is that your guess? Yes. Incorrect. Is it not a movie? No. Why does that ring? That's weird that that rings a bell for me. Alright, oh, I just made it up. Literally just made it up. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright then, fine. I lose that one. Uh, Alright, okay, so I got one, okay? Right, I'm my turn. My turn. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it will start. I've decided that on these rounds, on these, when we do this game, I'm gonna say it seductively. Okay. Well, <laughs> quote unquote seductively but I'm not going to say it like okay yeah because I want to kind of like just keep it all under one thing and then it's, it doesn't give you any clues <clears throat> I'm just reading I'm just reading what I've typed up and I'm just like oh no <laughs> I'm going to slide it in so deep I can feel your spine <laughs> Okay, uh, so that's, all, that's also Did you hear from, that okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah that okay. was also from a film. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, yeah, it's not that. That's too obvious. What are you thinking? Uh, What's too obvious? I was going to say Freddy, but... <laughs> uh, well, if it was Freddy, it'd, it'd technically it'd be them. I'd sort of slide them in so deep. Yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, we love a good fisting every now and then, but, you know. <laughs> God. God, <laughs> Lord of mercy. Um, can I have a clue? Sure, it's film. Oh. You just made it up. I just made it up, baby. All right. Because I am filth. Um... Yeah, we're gonna have to alter this game. Why? I think making up. It's got. It's got to be from a film. I think. You reckon it should be from? Oh. Yeah, every time. That's really hard. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna run out of ammo on this film. Well, no, I, I've I've got one. I've got another really? one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Do right, we fine. ping one over? No. Save it for next time. I've got loads. Oh fuck you then. All right. Go on. I'll ping one. Got it. A bonus one. Bonus one. I should warn you, princess. The first Stop time, turning me on, Matt. <laughs> the first time tends to get a little messy. Oh, that's so good. Hang on, I'll show you. Wait, shit. I should warn you, princess. The first time tends to get a little messy. <laughs> um, it's a horror film. It is, yes, it is. Have I seen this film? Uh, you might have done. Oh, fuck off. You probably, uh, I would say you probably would have done. I'll give you a clue, it's 18 years old. 2004? 2003. Well, it's not. Oh, yeah, so it's 19, isn't it? Jesus. Hello! Hello, it's 2022. Yes, it is. Uh, it's I was only 15. You may you may watch it with your mates like five years later. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, but I was probably high. Doesn't matter. Um, it does when it comes to my memory. Um, no, sh no shit. I'm, I'm living evidence. <laughs> yeah. Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, fuck you, then. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um... It's a versus film. It's a, it's a what? A versus film. Um. Uh, I don't know. Freddy versus Jason. Correct. Hey, I watched that film once. Oh, yeah, around yeah, that time. Okay. Yeah, I oh. saw it at the cinema. Oh, cool. I managed to sneak my way in. Is it? Is it worth watching? I have no idea. What happened, but oh. <laughs> I literally watched it that once. No, <laughs> maybe, probably not. I don't okay. know, maybe, why not? We can cover it, let's find out. Um, yes, well that is all from me. Okay. So that is our little game round. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Da, 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 done. Right, um, what is happening in bargain the bargain bin? Bargain bin. Oh, <laughs> going, in, going in for more, Matt. Go on. Hey, hey, do you want to feel that warmth in your throat? Sliding down. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that is so gross, I'm sorry. Jesus, come <laughs> Steady on. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, uh, easing on into bargain bin. <laughs> See what I did there, campers? <laughs> right, let's go I'm to you. Just as I was taking a sip and I nearly sprayed that all over my fucking laptop. So cheers for that. Good job. I have mouth control. All right. Good. Right. Let's go to Europe. I'm going to Europe rather than individual countries this time round. Okay. Uh, let's start. Uh, we're going to Italy first off. <laughs> so you are going into no, no, no. I know. I'm just no, just going to Italy first off. Okay. Just listen to what I've got to say. All right. Tigers are not afraid. Ah. Five euros and ten cents. No, shut up. That's Shush, stupid. No. That is stupid cheap. It's very, very cheap, isn't it? It's a really good film. Well worth it if you haven't seen it. Hundred mm, uh, percent. Next up, Saw Two. Cool. Uh, this this is in Germany for five euros. Yeah, I, I'm worth every cent. Yeah, cent. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I like Saw Two. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, uh, back to oh no, still in Germany. Uh, the houses October built. Ace, did we cover that? We covered that, didn't we? It's a good film. No, we didn't cover that. Yes, we did. I swear to God, we did. And now we're like, yeah, yeah, we did. Because I did How House LLC, and then you do House. No. No. Or something? <laughs> did we not cover that? Uh, it, it was a film that I'd watched, me and Florence watched. Oh, maybe it's part of um, Fire it's, Rent it's and Bear. It. It yeah, I think so. We should cover that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, four years, 99. Uh, that's that's going, worth it. Going back to Italy, we've got Open Grave for three years, 90. Ooh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then finally, also in Italy, It. The the 2017 uh-huh. film for three euros ninety. Wait, 2017. Yes. Is that the first one? Yes. Huh. I thought it came out in two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm just getting my dates all just, mixed up. Just getting your brain into gear. Um, Canada. Frequently. Canada. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Psych- whoop, whoop. Psycho. The four movie collection. For twenty four ninety nine Canadian dollars. I think like only the first two are worth that though. Yeah, but throw the others in. You got a full movie collection. Yeah, but for fifty dollars. Tw- no, twenty four dollars ninety nine. You're not listening. No, I'm not. You're right. Fuck <laughs> 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 I'm only joking. I just misheard you. I thought you said forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. No. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Some weird fucking roar. <laughs> Fuck's uh, sake. Right. Um, <laughs> men. Ooh. Tw- 20 Canadian dollars and 14 cents. Hey, that's good, isn't it? That is good. Well worth watching if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, although at least, well, the two Canadian listeners that we know of, one of them doesn't like it. So, <laughs> Heather. Agreed, she didn't. Heather, this one's for you, my love. If you haven't seen it, I um, think she... Has, I think she did. I, have, I actually don't know whether she, do you know whether she likes it or not? Sabrina didn't like it. Do you know I can't remember. I know, yeah, I knew Sabrina didn't like it, but. Mm. Heather, let us uh, know. Uh, I, I could even tell you if Heather's seen it. Mm. 
Uh, it's not in a letterbox, no. Oh fuck! I should follow her. I'm so out of the loop with letterbox. I'm it, it's well, it's it's. Months. I've just put in men, and I see everybody else's scores. Um, yeah, Sabrina gave it two uh, two stars. Oh, really? Shit! Wow, so everybody else is pretty much like three and a half, four. Anyway, I would give it a four point five. Wait, maybe a four actually. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't rated it though. Um, <laughs> Annabelle, fourteen Canadian dollars. Hey, that's pretty good for Canadian dollars. It's not bad. The first one was yeah. alright, if I remember rightly, was it? Yeah. Annabelle uh, comes home was a good one, wasn't it? I yeah, fucking I lose track, honestly. I, the one of us just fucking Jamie, school me. Which ones are good and which ones are shite? School. Me and Jamie have me and Jamie have pretty similar tastes, so I'll go by whatever she says. Uh, and then Brightburn for nine Canadian dollars, 76 cents. I have heard that is very good. And I really like Elizabeth Banks. It's, it's, it was all right. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was worth a watch for sure. Cool. Um, I mean, $9 or whatever. That's fucking pennies for Canadian dollars, isn't it? It's not much. It's not much at all. You could buy... Uh, yeah, I won't even go there. Uh, right, over to the USA. You could buy some maple syrup with that. <laughs> That's what you were going to say. Well, at first I thought cider. <laughs> I just thought, no, just shut up. Shut up. Anyway, USA. Aww. Yeah. Uh, the Stanley Kubrick triple feature. Ooh, what's that which which features 2001 Space Odyssey, Clockwork Orange, and The Shining, Swing. all for $9.99. Fuck you, really? Do you get Fuck special me, features? Fuck me, seriously. On, do you get special features on that shit as well? I would imagine so. Fuck, that is a good deal. It's a bargain. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm. um, whoop, whoop, whoop. The, then we got uh, Death Proof oh. for $9.99. <laughs> on it, mmm, mmm. What? I like Death Proof, don't get me wrong. Yes. But on its own for nine like I would pay nine ninety nine dollars for Death Proof and uh fucking Fuck fifty percent off. So I thought it was Planet Terror. Okay. Oh what for both? Yeah, like the both the whole okay. thing or whatever. Because there's not I mean on its own, it's it's half a movie well, it's not half a movie, it's a whole movie, but it's not like runtime and shit. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay, no, that's okay. fair enough. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, carry on. Um, as Above, So Below. It's oh, a great film. For $8.99. Yes. Uh, I Spit on Your Grave 2. $6.99. Too much. Uh, and then the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then The Invisible Man for $5.99. The new one? Yes. Five nine nine. Hey, that's all right, isn't it? Yes, bargain. That's why it's There's the bargain. The bin. That's how the that's that's how they work. That's how them days do do it. <laughs> <laughs> Over to Australia. Uh, the Shallows. Oh yeah, now Australia really pulled out of the bag. This, did they this month? <clears throat> yeah, the you Shallows. Saw the Shallows, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I good, isn't it? it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it, but I, I do mean to. I like Blake Lively. Like I like her as a person. I think she's cool. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. it's well, well worth a watch. Nice. And at five Aussie dollars and twenty cents, 
It's a bargain. That is a bargain. Uh, Crimson Peak, also oh. at $5.20. No, really? Aussie oh dollars. God, yeah. that is a bargain. Crimson also at 5 right now. Five Aussie dollars and 20 cents is an American werewolf from London. Ah, oh, nice. We covered that in our, one of yep. our Halloween shows last year, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, no, for... no Stupid Cunt September, we covered it. That was all right. A year ago ish. Yes, anyway. we did. Stupid Cunt September. Yes. Stupid Cunt September with Lance and Jamie, but Lance, <laughs> it was Lance's. Lance did American werewolf in London. Sorry, gentlemen. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think they care. No. Uh, right, continue. Uh, aliens, $5. Nice! Alien, five dollars. Nice! So that's the Australians getting a real good... They good are getting a that. proper good sloppy fucking hand job there, aren't they? They are, all from yeah. Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. Sloppy blowjob, soapy hand job. that's right. That's how, how it works in the bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> Over to the UK. Only um, on that side. Just to hasten to add, it's only Matt that's giving away the, the sloppy blowjobs and the soapy handjobs. <laughs> Tim Davis will love it. <laughs> right. Oh, carry on, sorry. Where are we going just, now? I'm going to get a Scott Crawford. Um, right. <laughs> uh, flags. <laughs> Over um, to the UK. Uh, Hannibal. Complete complete season. Oh, we're going to TV shows now. Well, I just thought I'd throw this one in. No, that's exciting. That's all three seasons. Only because. Hang on, I'm just gonna check because I thought I wrote 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 it down exactly what I was. Fucking where the fuck is it? Uh, I'm getting all tingly. Six pound thirty. Fuck you for all three seasons. Hang on. Oh, it's complete season two. Sorry. Oh, okay. But still though. My apologies. Also, I, I did, thi I did think, I did think it was the full thing. I thought it was all of them, but it's actually just season two. That's but all right, six, six pound thirty. I thought, hey, fuck me. I think you can get them all on Prime now, though. I think they've migrated from Netflix. To Prime. Oh, okay. But um, I, if you're like me and prefer to just have something tangible, I mean, I've got all of them on the on the DVD box set. So I am one of these people that prefer to have it, have it, have it, have it. Um, and six pound thirty for a whole fucking season of quality fucking top-notch series such as Hannibal fuck yeah get, get that in, in your Ooh. fucking basket <laughs> Jesus <laughs> get in your fucking no no uh, yeah sorry I was thinking something completely different right you were thinking bucket weren't you <laughs> that's what you were thinking I don't know I just I'm so used to your way you talk these days <laughs> it's all filth <laughs> we all have these days I've just always talk like this I'm it's sorry just, god damn it okay <laughs> don't act like it don't turn you on no oh gross I felt so nasty saying that yeah, I'm so sorry hang on a minute no that was so wrong I'm so sorry you're like my fucking brother that's disgusting I'm sorry okay right let's take a deep breath I regretted that immediately <laughs> the faculty the faculty at £6.30 that's great that's a good film <laughs> That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my comments for a minimum now. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, oh my god. Okay, oh my god, uh. Mark. Nothing, I just suddenly doing some separate uh, check checkups myself. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. I like that. Um, uh, a Quiet Place 2, £6.29. Hey, that's alright now. Yeah? 
Yeah. Oh, now this is this is one that that pricked my ears up, and I'm gonna buy it immediately. Uh, Shepherd. Wait, what's Shepherd? No. The new one that was that came out. I think it was on the film circuit last year, but it's come out this year. Shepherd for five pound ninety four. I don't know it. Okay, check it out because as far as I'm aware, it's got some really good ratings. Nice. Okay, how much is it going for? Sorry, say again. Five pound ninety four. I might buy it. Hmm. Nice. Oh god, that's a good. Sorry, I've just seen this as well. The Descent. <laughs> the Descent for five pound ninety nine. That is great. I already have it, but that is a good bargain. Okay, that is a bargain if you'd like that. Um, and on Blu-ray as well. That's pretty fucking good actually. Sorry, I just suddenly did a little bit of scraping around myself, and these are some things I'm just pinging out there. Get Out for six pound. Yeah, worth it. B worth every bargain. fucking penny. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, six pound forty nine. I love, I love that fucking film. I'm sorry. I know that people. I know it's hammy. I know it's a bit like you know, beef yeah, budget. Yeah, fucking quite love funny. It. Fucking love that film. <laughs> Crikey. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Fucking love that film. Fucking uh, love the, that film. The Meg, 3D for three pound ninety nine. Yes, that I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard, I think three ninety nine is probably worth it. Yeah, and. Finally, Zombieland, £3.75. Oh, that is a bargain and a half. Fucking zombie. We, we should cover Zombieland. It's fucking great. All right. All right. Is that everything? That's everything. That was the bargain bin. Awesome. <laughs> cool. So that was that was bargain bin. Every time. Bargain oh. bin, baby. Bargain bin. Um, our, most, our, our most successful, popular part of the show <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad i invest so much time in it. <laughs> i generally i think i don't know i generally have no idea <laughs> i, don't know. I enjoy well, it though we, we have we've we've had a few people say oh thanks for the mm -hmm. for, for the heads up so if nothing yeah. else you and me get bargains from it so <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's the main thing we are nothing if not self-serving <laughs> yes <laughs> um so All sorry, right. I have I've just been eating some chocolate to soak up some of the alcohol <laughs> because that has gone straight to my head because I have not really eaten much today. Um, right, so first movie that was your choice. You were on the pre two thousands, Matt. What it did you do? It was my choice. Uh, I chose this because I hadn't seen it before and I was drunk and I had no idea what to choose and I was put <laughs> on the spot. Uh, <laughs> so I started at the bottom of my to watch list. And the first film that came up, which was pre-2000, was Vamp. Nice. Directed by... Oh, am I going to do this now? Yeah, do it. Yes. Fucking do it. Directed by Richard Wenk. This is, uh... I'm not going to lie. I did I did have a lot of enjoyment <laughs> from that name. Um... I'm such a fucking child. But I'm glad. I knew it wasn't just going to be me, though. So. <laughs> like, it's not, I don't even think it's just going to be you and me. I feel like... I know. I feel did like... he just say, Wenk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Flo um, coming to go to school. Although they don't have the term wank, really, do they, in America? No, they don't. That's no. like a more of a British phrase, isn't it? It is, it is. If he was called titwank, maybe it'd be different. Titwank. Titwank. Tit can you imagine that? Oh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard, <clears throat> Richard Wank, because my last name's Pollock, so, I mean, I can fucking talk. Wonder what's going to happen there. <laughs> Pollock and wank, Pollock and wank. <laughs> 
It's like a really yeah, a... shit, like, you know, late night Channel 5 men's and motors sort of like detective mystery where everyone gets naked it's... and solves crime. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I immediately thought of Blankety Blank. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pollock and Wink. Pollock and Wink. I knew Pollock I fucking... Pollock and Wink. Oh, yeah, of course I Blankety Blank. Oh, fucking... What was her name? Lily Savage. Fucking legend. Yes. Wait, is she still alive? No. What was the What was the guy... Who was his like? Don't, his... don't, don't be distracted. Come on. Paul O'Grady. Right. That was it. Paul O'Grady. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah. Bam. 1986, directed Sorry. by Richard Wenk. Uh, stop it. Starring Chris Makepeace, Robert Russler, mm -hmm. Ged Watanabe, mm -hmm. Sandy Barron, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, Grace Jones, Billy Drago, Brad Logan, Lisa Lyon, Jim Boyle. Larry Spinnock, Eric Welch, Stuart Rogers, Gary Swales, Ray Ballard, Ponita Nichols, Trudell Williams, and Marlon McGann. Lots of people. Nice. Lots of people. Cool. So I'm going to take it. Have as a. Uh, uh, wait, uh -huh. I'll again. Take I'm, a deep breath. <laughs> I'm going to have a little break. Or we're going to have a little break. We're going to um, put on a trailer. And then we get back, we will get into the trivia and shiz. How's that sound, Matt? Sounds like an awesome idea. I think it's great. It's almost Let's do like it. we, it's almost like we do this every episode. Uh, cool. All right, so it's trailer, and we're back in a bit. Did you ever have one of those nights? Hey, where are we going? Uh doesn't matter. What counts is that you're my buddy. <laughs> my day didn't start off too well. We be looking for ya. Are we chunky tonight? And then it got worse. We're here. And then, gentlemen, I give you Katrina. You're just what I'm looking for. Why don't you pick on us? It was a mistake. It was a little error there, a little communication error. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. Let's just get out of here. This is not really happening. Hello, baby. You look awful. What happened to you? I was nearly hung. I got into a fight with a psychotic albino. I ate a cockroach, my best friend disappeared, and then I'm nearly assassinated by a runaway elevator. Anyone can have an off night? This is fantastic! Fab, a comedy with bites. And of course, Grace Jones. And we're back. You fuck you. I tried to do a slightly different tone. I know you going, did. Yeah, and you still fucking managed to ruin it, asshole. Um, so this is Vamp from 1986. Um, and as usual, I will try and pull trivia from places other than IMDb. But if it also happens to be on IMDb, then that so be it. I just 
I try to I try to I try to I try to make effort for you guys and see if I can glean anything from other sources that you may not necessarily be aware of. So anyway, yeah. here's what I, here's what I guess. Grace Jones, so she plays Katrina, the Egyptian vampiric queen type person. Uh-huh. Uh, and you also may know her from other roles in her music. She's quite an icon in the 80s. Um, Grace Jones brought her own team of artists, designers, costumes, and props to the film. Although the character is of Egyptian descent, she wanted to show her immortality and lifespan through her wardrobe. So there's also an influence from Africa and East Asia, but with modern twists on the fashion. Jones oh. describes... Yeah. Jones describes Katrina as the ultimate narcissist. She has images of herself everywhere, frequent costume changes, wigs, contact lenses, all of that. So her appearance was pivotal to get right. Grace Jones started smoking on set because she wanted to know what it was like to have a habit. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good, right? Um, the book Interview with a Vampire, obviously not the film, hadn't come out yet was a heavy influence on the film, uh, the film meaning vamp, not obviously the adaptation of Interview with a Vampire, um, especially to producer Donald T. Borges, and, um, who passed it around the cast and crew. Grace Jones was particularly affected by it as she loved how intense it was and how you get this rich history to the characters. They weren't superficial like most vampire and monsters are portrayed in movies, and she very much wanted to reflect that with Katrina. So, excuse me, sorry, me burping. Um, so, uh, just like a little side note from my notes uh grace jones basically said like that i mean even though it's not necessarily portrayed in the film when i watched her in interviews and things she had clearly thought about this character she had clearly thought about like the lives that she'd led the history of this character who she was when she was alive she'd yeah. really just taken so much into this role it's amazing um it's worth noting that katrina has no lines she doesn't say a word no so she doesn't no. So her character is conveyed through, purely through visuals, for example, like, you know, body language, facial expressions, and her surroundings. So, yeah, Grace Jones really took that to the nines, which is great. Um, so the producer, as previously mentioned, Donald E. E. Borshers, or Don, as he was known on set, came to the director, which is bank, and, <clears throat> and, I, and said, I, wanted, uh, I want to make a movie called Vamp, and I need you to write a script that involves a vampire, a stripper, and some college kids. Um, and that was basically the instruction. He said, you come up with that. I got the title. We'll sell that. Ah. Yeah. You know, okay. so like, I've done my bit. I've thought of the title. I've thought of the components. You need to do the rest. Um, and it took uh, the director, which went two months to create the plot. Uh, Robert Russler, who played AJ, <clears throat> initially didn't want to take the role as he'd just finished filming A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 and didn't want to get typecast into just horror movies. But he found the script to be very funny. <clears throat> Excuse me. And once he found out Grace Jones was involved, he immediately jumped at the opportunity. They got on really well. And Borges had a genuine admiration for her and the power that she wields as a person in real life. <clears throat> as well as on screen. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and if you watch her in interviews, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Uh, yeah, the only one I saw was with uh, Terry Wogan. I didn't see that one. All right, it's that. a British... Uh, uh, what do you call them? Jeez, what do you call them? TV personality. Well, no, well... He was. Interviewee, was what do you call them? Host. Host, yeah. Um, yeah, she was just really flamboyant and kind of in his face, and you could see he was kind of excited by it, but squirming in, in a... You know, yeah, but Terry Wogan was so, like, British, do you know what I mean? Yes, like, very, he was. That very stereotypical kind of, like... Everything, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Terry Wogan, 
uh, bless his soul. Um, but um, he was, he, you know, he was that kind of like middle class kind of, you know, can't say anything too outlandish. Whereas she loves to like press buttons and push limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, agreed, agreed. <clears throat> yeah, I, I want to see that interview. I bet that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fucking, I've fallen in love. I mean, I, d- I knew of Grace Jones, but I didn't really know much about her and seeing what she's into. I've just fallen in love with her. Um, during AJ's kill scene with Katrina, despite choreographing what happened and, like, you know, rehearsing and everything, Grace Jones actually bit Robert Russell a few times, and apparently it hurt enough to bruise. Um, <laughs> she gave you a hickey. Yeah. Um, Robert Russell was asked in an interview whether... This is so great. It's my last piece of trivia, and I fucking love this. Robert Russell was asked in an interview whether the makeup and prosthetics were uncomfortable or painful, to which he responded, not when you're paying, they're paying you that much money. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I fucking love that. He's great in interviews as well. Like, he's just very honest. He's very candid. There's no, he's just, he is, you know, you get what you get with him. Um, I really, yeah, I really like both those. Acts. I didn't really see much. I didn't see any interviews with um, the main guy, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Makepeace. Or anything, um, or even with Dee Dee Pfeiffer, who is uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's younger sister. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Who plays um, Holy shit. Amaretto slash Allison? Yes, it's uh, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer's younger right. sister. Bloody <clears> hell! <throat> yeah, I've seen her in a few other things. I think she's in Supernatural or something. Um, but anyway, I didn't really see many interviews. I saw interviews with like producer and director and stuff. But like at the actors, it was really only Robert Russell and, and Grace Jones, and um, both of them were just—they had such a great. I can kind of see how they would have got on. You know, they yeah. have a very kind of very raw honesty about them. That there's no bullshit with them. I can see how they would have respected each other on set. I'd, yeah, great. Anyway, um, of course, this is your choice. Um, as you said, you just kind of went to the, <laughs> to the bottom yeah. of the pile. <laughs> that was why I chose it. <laughs> yep. And I hadn't um, seen it. Yeah. Um, but I better give the synopsis. Oh, of which course. Right. Sure. Did not do earlier, but I shall do it now. No, no, no. Let's do that. Uh, two fraternity pledges travel to a sleazy bar. Excuse me, what are you doing there? I was eating the chocolate. Fucking hell. Okay. Crunch, crunch, crunch. No, f- it's a bag and I, the, the chocolate okay. is soft. Two fraternity pledges travel to a sleazy bar in search of a stripper for their college friends, unaware it is occupied by vampires. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. And that is... And that's the film, ladies and gentlemen. The end. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, so <clears throat> I had heard about this film. Uh, I, I know it's always mentioned in vampire films, primarily yeah. primarily for uh, because of Grace Jones and her appearance. Um, but yeah, I, it, it became on my list. I mean, in the 80s, um, you know, there were a few films around that time. Uh, vampire films, but this this was one that was always mentioned, um, you know, f- from the eighties, and it was it's just like yeah. The, the less it's like the if you want to go a bit more alternative with shit, I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I be honest with you, I really did not know what to expect. No. Uh, um, if anything, I was kind of expecting it to be uh, quite. Well, I certainly didn't expect it to be a comedy. No. <clears throat> You're right. For, sorry. Um, yeah, I was... I, so this is the first watch for me as well. And um, I had no idea it was a comedy. I, For some reason, I thought it... I think I might have been getting it mixed up with, like, Habit or something. Because I thought it was going to be a much darker affair. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I mean, literally the comedy, I mean, literally, yeah, when they when they um hanging at the beginning, I think, mm. oh, this is this is quite dark. There's monks and all this shit going there's on. There's a ritual. A ritual. And... Oh, there's going to be mm. it's going to be fucking full on. And I thought, mm. oh, here we go. Yeah, and then yeah. and then suddenly they're like the, there's a record player which is skipping and they're like, hang on, what's going on there? And it's like, then they take the nooses off and they're like, hey, mm. it's a fraternity. And there's a hey, hazing, yeah. You know, okay, so it's, yeah. Okay, this isn't what I was expecting <laughs> at all, but hey, let's, let's roll with it and, and see how it pans out. Mm. Uh, um, it's quite funny, both you and I have chosen ho- like comedy horror or horror comedies, like sort of almost by accident, we didn't realise that each other were going to do that. No. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, vamp. <laughs> so I mean, we talk about yeah. the opening scene because I, um, I mean, I kind of I thought it was, it, I kind of had the same as yours. Like, oh, this is not the film that I thought. Um, but I kind of quickly adapted to it because I think from that film, it very much sets the pace of what it is and the kind of vibe of what it is. So once I had kind of like understood that which it, i don't feel it takes long to it was kind of like oh, okay cool 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 all right i'm I, I see what we're doing here um and i really what i really liked about that is is how it does kind of like make you think one thing and then boom it's actually another and then we get this really great rapport between keith and aj and their banter and you know they're joking around and they're finishing each other's sentences and stuff and i really just get like even just from this, we get the premise of what this whole film is going to start from. You know, they need to get into this fraternity because they've got shitty living conditions and they want to get in so that they can move out and they need to get a stripper, you know, for, for this fraternity because so, they didn't go through with the hazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what you also... So it's, it's very quickly and concisely, we've got the basis of our plot here. But also you get a French, uh, sorry, a sense sorry, of their friendship like immediately and for me i i really like them both straight off the bat you know and yeah 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 i think that we need that because their actions throughout the film are so fucking stupid yeah yeah, yeah. you know we need to have that real like initial like of their characters so that we can kind of go wow you're an idiot but okay i'm still gonna follow you're you gonna go, go yeah imagine if you didn't like them if they're oh un- god! This movie was terrible. They'd be like, oh fuck! This is going yeah, nowhere. I would, I'd have, I'd have Well, I wouldn't have switched off because I'd needed it for the thing. But I feel like because even though they're quite different characters, obviously Keith is a little bit more reserved. Um, AJ is definitely the more outlandish one. You know, um, they definitely work as a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's great, great chemistry between the two. Mm. De- definitely old friendships. Uh, 100%, bringing, yeah. Yeah, they're talking about all things that, they, that, that they've done together. Yeah. Uh, and then clearly, they're, you know, they're like besties. They're besties, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're brothers from another mother. And, and you get that very, very quickly. And, you know, and it makes scenes later on much more effective as a result. And I feel like if you didn't have actors that, that portrayed that well or if the script wasn't the way that it was then it would be lost and I don't feel like this film would have necessarily that emotional impact that it needs. Yeah, oh yeah, I see that, yeah. Yeah, what else yeah. did you think? What else did I think? Um, if i tell you what it felt like. Once, once, it, once it got going, and obviously we're introduced to the uh, character Duncan. Yeah. Um, the, it's, then it, then it felt like, 
Hey, we're on a road trip. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? That kind of road trip mentality. Uh, mentality. Hey, you know, let's go out and let's go and party. Let's let's go and drink. Let's go, you know, have a good time. And it, yeah, and the film yeah. just suddenly just just slides into that kind of vibe for me. Did you have the same? Yeah, I think I definitely did from Duncan's character. I feel like still at this, at least at this point, you know, Keith and AJ, they're on a mission. You know, they have to do this thing. But that Duncan, for sure, like he has this very kind of like, hey, we're friends. Okay, we're not friends, but I'm lending you my car. And so you have to be my friend. And I, I, I kind of feel like that he's that very kind of classic desperate nerd, you know, um, where he's just so desperate to be liked, he'll do anything. Um, but at the same time, like he's a, he's a bit of a liability because of his inexperience and because he doesn't know how to, you know, he's not streetwise whatsoever. Um, and you know, he just fit, he just sort of seems like a little kid in a candy shop, especially when they get to the strip club and things. He's just like, wow, yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> you know. Whereas these guys, then I mean, I'm not going to say that they're long in the tooth, I mean, they're still like, hey, naked ladies, you know, but like, it's not such a, a, a green experience for them, you know, yeah, um, yeah. I found that like Duncan's character quite annoying, though. Like, I don't, did you? Yeah, I okay. I, I sound really mean. I don't mean to be making personal comments. Well, I mean, obviously I do, otherwise I wouldn't make them. But, like, I don't mean it horribly. But, like, something about his smile just grated me. Like, something about his mouth. I don't know what it was, but it just fucking <laughs> irritated me. I, like, I'd feel bad for him, because he's, he's quite a he's kind of a pathetic character. But he's just so fucking annoying. Oh, um, okay. See, I, 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 anyway. I, didn't, I, didn't get, I didn't get that. You didn't get that? What did I, you no. think? Well, he was, he was just like, he was the comedy element. Well, yeah, I I saw that that's what um, he was he was supposed to be, but I just didn't think I just yeah. I didn't find him funny. Okay, uh, well, no, I I know what you mean. It wasn't like whoa, he, he's on again. Oh, it's gonna be good times. But uh, yeah, he he didn't great with me to be honest. No, it didn't he, bother me. He brought um he definitely brought like a lightness, you know. Yes. And he got this shit going on, like you know, his character was because it was he was so like happy-go-lucky almost like you know he, he definitely sort of balanced it out when it got dark that he was kind of the more of the um i don't want to say comic relief because i didn't find him funny but he definitely you could see that that was his role yes yeah um but out with that i don't really see the point of his character like they definitely could have gotten to that bar without him sort of thing you know he could have done something else um to get them there um, so for me, it's kind of like, I see the point of his character because I see that he is supposed to be the comic relief. But for me, the comedy came from, from a, excuse me, sorry, from AJ, from Keith as well. I didn't, for, for me as a, as a viewer, I, di I didn't need Duncan as a character. Okay. I just found him irritating. Oh, fair enough. What, what did you find funny about Keith? Keith didn't do anything funny, did he? Keith had some dry lines, like, you know, mm -hmm. like later on when, um, <laughs> Fuck. So uh, talking about characters that annoy the fuck out of me, Alison or slash Amoretto, the sort of romantic oh. lead. She was such a fucking annoyance and a fucking hindrance. Um, but like, <clears throat> you know, when uh, you know she's standing on the grate and she's trying to remind him of where they knew each other before, like love, honestly. Like, mm. and he says, "What does he say?" I've got his fucking quote. Hang on a minute, let me find it. It's um, he says, uh, oh, it's, it's, oh, "Hang on, fucking hell, where is it?" It says, he says, um. Oh, yeah, he says, you have impeccable timing. So, like, you know, like, uh, so she's standing on this on this grate where they're trying to escape and stuff, and she's stopping him effectively from escaping and them that's escaping. That's right. And yeah. she's trying to explain to him where they, where they met. Where they met. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and there's this whole thing. 
Um, and he's like, yeah, that's great. Right now? Really? This is what, you know, like, and he sort of like moves her off the grate and he says like, you have impeccable timing. It's very, very dry. Um, you know, shit like that I find funny. Um, you know, there are, there are moments where I do find it funny. AJ is, is definitely the, the comedic source, I feel. For me, anyway, like, you know, the running gag with his suit and his clothes. Um, you know, the way that he kind of, like, is very charming and he kind of, like, riles people up and stuff. Like, I, I, like all of that stuff I found really funny. Like, I found, like, the, um, <clears throat> the sort of the drier sense of humour, more of the dialogue funny. Um, later on... Um, it gets some more like gag humor which i thought yeah it didn't really land for me it honestly actually kind of um i yeah i i would have because obviously i feel like with horror comedies there's a point where you know we start off funny and stuff and i feel like when the peril comes in that we need to kind of we need to focus on that a bit more and I don't mind so much when there's dry humour in it, but when it starts to get kind of like silly humour, I'm like, no, I don't... I, like, it's okay, I just, yeah. That's when I switch off. I prefer to have, if you're going to have humour in it, have it dry humour and have it sort of situational humour um, as opposed yeah, I to... Yeah, I agree, I agree. Gag humour so much. Like, you know, like when Katrina dies and she gives the finger... Right, okay. You know, um, I just, stuff like that, I'm just like, ugh. Okay. Uh, don't bother, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, it's just, it's kind of just, it, it's it's obvious, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's it, it doesn't take a lot of creativity. Okay, well, does it, do you think it's maybe because the theme is kind of frat house type vibe, that that's the kind of, maybe the humour that they're trying to go for, perhaps? Yeah, you know what, you probably, yeah, I would say so. It just, it just didn't land for me. Like, no, I, I, like I know get, what you mean, yeah. And we get to a point and it's like we go beyond that. Like, when we're at the frat, when we're with our buddies and when it's all kind of a bit more lighthearted, 100% frat humour away, you know. I'll take farts, I'll take boobs, I'll take whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's fine. But, like, I feel like it's the timing of it. So, obviously, we've had this very intense moment where Katrina's been finally defeated we've got this really great setup where you know Keith's like poking holes through the ceiling and the sunlight's beaming through and she's trapped within the beams and then boom he gets her and it's like ah and like the effects are great with her skin peeling off and burning away and shit like that and it's kind of just for me like you have a great moment like that and then it cheapens it by her giving the finger yeah. It's not that I don't find that humour funny, I do, but it's just it has to be placed in the right way. And there it's just like that should have just been a pure horror moment. And by her doing that, it just kind of cheapened it for me. Yeah, I hear you. Do you know I what I mean? You. Yeah, it's not I, do, that I don't I find do. that shit funny. I find that shit funny all day long. It's just like, it's just time it right. But I, I, I think it, I, it needs to do it all the way through, though. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? If, if you're going to go for a film like that, then. The humour's got to be continuous, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I suppose, you know, I don't know. No, no, again, I, I, you know, I... Yeah. I do gonna, understand what you mean. If you're going to do a comedy, if it is a comedy, mm. perhaps do it all the way through. I, I, almost like well, um, when we mentioned uh, She Came From The Woods, the film that we watched at Fight Fest, which yeah. we, we talked about last week. Um... The comedy kind of dropped off, and it wasn't really there towards the end. And 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 with this one, 
it, it's kind of little bits of comedy elements, but it's just not. Yeah, do you see, see what I'm trying to say? It's not I do, quite. I, I do, yeah, I do. I do see what you're trying to say. I, I do. You know what she came to the words sprang to mind as well because I feel like again, like I do. I do. I feel like it's funny that you mentioned that because I still feel like. That the point I'm making is actually true for She Came to the Woods. Like, it's funny how you don't think that because for me, although, like, it, you know, She Came to the Woods is a, is a horror comedy, I feel like there's a point where, like, you know, like we mentioned in the last episode where, you know, he goes to grab her boobs even though he's fucking fried. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and it seems out of place. It's just, it's, you know, that moment where she's, well, I mean, again, fried and she gives the finger, like... You know, it's it seems out of yeah. place. Um, there are moments where it can still be funny all the way through, but it's just like pick the right moments, and those yeah. moments, yeah, yeah, it just it 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 takes away from like the horror. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all I mean. I mean, but if it works, I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm. It's my opinion is like you know we have whatever works for you. Comedy is is one of those amazing things where like it can be so versatile and work differently for different people. So, you know, if, if breaking up that tension with a bit of comedy works for you, that's, you know, because there, there are times where that works for me as well. Um, but for yeah. just, but in this case, I, it, it, I, I think for me as well, I'm very particular when it comes to sort of like, I don't want to say sillier in a, in a derogatory term, but you yeah, know, I know you humor. mean. I know you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm quite. I am quite particular with that. So yeah, maybe I'm I just a hard customer to please. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, I hear. You. I definitely hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about Grace Jones. Or Can or, sh- or or should we talk about Billy Drago beforehand? Okay. Because his scene came up before. Okay, go ahead. Right. So. For those who haven't seen the film, Billy Drago plays uh, Snow, who's basically <laughs> a albino who turns up in this cafe uh, with three... Is it three? Or, I think no, it's two. three in total. There's two others. Oh, that's total. right. Two other uh, vampires with him. Oh, yeah. yes, and he's a vampire. Yes. Okay. Um, now, I thought he looked awesome. I, I, did, I, I thought how they they mm. did his makeup and, and his his albino hair and his kind of red eyes i would have liked to have seen more of that character it was a bit uh, yeah for me it was a it was a bit of a throwaway scene really i didn't really understand the connection was it oh we've you know come out of town and we're you know we're sorry we've left college and we've gone into town and we're in the wrong area and it's just a part of the the area which is bad or yeah. do you know what i mean do you know what i'm putting across yeah it's, yeah i yeah I, I i would have liked to see more of that entire trio honestly um one of like the bits that really stand out for me just in terms of because it's that perfect balance of horror and comedy is when you know, Keith's making eyes at the woman and stuff, and she's like oh, yeah, sucking that, on that on that. Uh, what are they lolly. Those fucking like? No, it wasn't like some of those like fruit twist like you know, those uh, fucking the twisty strawberry lace My, things in it, like the lo- lollipop. <laughs> it's not a lollipop. Lollipop are hard boiled. No, the um, this is like one of those like chewy things. I don't know. It's like chewy, twisty, fucking I can't remember. Anyway, like licorice type thing. 
Anyway, so she's sucking all on fucking suggestively and shit, making eyes at him, and he's doing like a whole like eyebrow wiggle, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge at her. And then all of a sudden, she sort of like bares her teeth, and it's like she's got like three teeth and a fuck ton of gum. See, that was he, see, that was funny. <laughs> that it's was fucking funny. hilarious, but it's just, but it's also horrifying because she looks so fucking scary, you know. Yeah. And it's, it's that real great balance of like horror and comedy in the same moment. Um, you know, I really fucking like that, and I really I would have liked to have seen more of this this trio and their dynamic and how they kind of fuck with quote-unquote normies you know yeah i agree i agree yeah that would have been really cool because i i did like them i i I think they were underused yeah definitely i i I thought that was a really good scene however it just Mm. didn't yeah didn't seem to kind of tie in with you know later on in the film you know that they they come back come back at them later on and chase after keith later on but it just seemed just seemed I don't know. Just didn't seem to tie in for me, really. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing: is that like I feel like this movie, it, they weren't necessarily they weren't necessarily necessary for this movie. I enjoyed them. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't necessarily bring anything, and like, this is why I feel like they could have been used more because they could have tied into the club somehow. They could have maybe been bouncers on the club. You know, yeah, or, inform- just... or informants, or, or or something. But they were kind of these side characters that didn't really have any any link to anything. Yeah, just, I think it was just, just about. It, was, it was just the writing there. I think kind of, or just the way they had to. I don't know, maybe edit yeah. it or something. I don't know. It just didn't seem to. Yeah. Um, didn't seem to gel particularly well, but. Yeah, I mean, I what they did do obviously was they created attention and they created the sense of hey, in this town something's not right. Yeah. But I feel like it was just it was just disjointed enough for it to be kind of unnecessary. Like as I say, like if they had tied it into the club somehow, like you know, or maybe even like they they were almost scouts for victims. Yeah. You know, just, just anything. It's something <laughs> like that, just to link them up. You know? Rather than just happen to come in in the bar at night. But yeah, yeah. They, were, they were clearly vampires, so yeah, it makes yeah. sense that they would be in cahoots with the with the bar. Yeah, utilize them better. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned Grace Jones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can we can oh, can we talk about Grace Jones, please? We can. We can obviously. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Before I go and gush all over her, hashtag moist. Um, what what are your thoughts on Grace Jones and her character? Well, we're introduced to her in in quite a excellent way really because obviously they're in this strip club uh there's this the average stripper if you can call it that yeah um and i mean they're they're all white girls who are doing this dance and then suddenly she appears um and it's so well done um because i mean she's she's a striking woman um beautiful just and so so unique looking, um, but how they've done the design uh, mm. of her costume and her paint, and the well, that was her design. Oh uh, right, yes, of course. She yeah, yeah, worked yeah. with her own artists. Um, she did everything for her character. Yeah, it, it, was, it was excellent, really good, and the, and the she's a visionary, the, honestly. The background music and everything, it just it, it was really it was really stylish. Um, yeah. very 80s, cool, sophisticated, yeah, um, yeah. and a real kind of avant-garde feature. That's exactly what I was going to say. Very, 
uh, so very Andy Warhol, very kind of like playing yeah. with, um, you know, ideas and, and gender. And, and honestly, like there's very much of Grace Jones in there. Obviously, she was very famous for being kind of androgynous and, and, and mixing up gender and, you know, going against those norms. And I feel like, you know, it's it's what's quite I thought what's quite interesting is when she's done her, her routine um, and it's very I mean, like, you know, if anyone's ever been to a strip club, it's you know what you're getting, and this was so unlike anything that you get at a strip club normally. And I feel like as an audience, we are taken aback in the same way that the audience in the film are taken aback. And it takes a minute, but fuck yeah, you mm. are here for it. Yeah. You know? And it yeah. takes them a moment, and then all of a sudden they are applauding, they're wolf whistling, all the rest of it. And it's just like, yeah, that's that's not what we were expecting, but that is amazing. And yeah, yeah. It's very sexy in in a very primal way, not in the obvious kind of you know like swaying of the hips, shaking your boobs and your face. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Very, very, um, yeah, very animalistic, very primal, and the way that she plays with, um, you know, in terms of the uh, costume, she has this red wig and this matching red onesie almost that she rips apart and then underneath yeah. body paint and those metallic swirls over her you know her her crotch and her and her boobs and um you know and and it's very it you know she she says in interviews that she wanted to play a lot with different cultures and things and she said that in, in particular is playing with like the mud clay of like you know africa and you know all the tribal stuff there and the way that she works with body paint and things um, you know, it's uh, it's it's very sexual, but not in the not not as we know it. Jim. Not in the direct way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's just, it's it's mesmerizing. Her whole performance from start to finish, everything she does in this film to me is mesmerizing. Yeah, it's very good. Was this was this before? Did she do this before? Um, is it Living Daylights? Is it Living Daylights she did? I think she did this before, yeah. Um, I will just double check. Check um, on IMDb, yeah. I am having a look season now. Um, God damn it, she's amazing. Um, okay, yeah, <laughs> let's just scroll down. Um, hmm. yeah, she did Beautiful for Thumb. Yeah, yeah, she... Sorry, everybody. Yeah, sorry. Uh, huh, what was it you said? Living Daylights? No, it wasn't Living... No, it can't have been Living Daylights. No, it wasn't Living Daylights. Uh... Was it Octopus? Wait, No. No, oh, sorry, no, yeah, no, A View to Kill. It was after A View to Kill. Oh, of course it was. Sorry, yes, I know what you're saying now. Sorry, I, for some reason I had it in something else in my head. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so A View to Kill. View to a Kill, of course it was. Um, uh, come on, Mr. Wood. Yeah, View to a Kill, sorry, the Bond movie. Yeah, so this was before... Um, it was only one year before... Um, and she did Conan the Destroyer as well just before that in 84. So Conan the Destroyer was 84, View to a Kill was 85, and then this was 86. Um, and then she's done a few other things, uh, but mostly it's music videos and TV appearances. Yeah. And so I mean, it, it, um, even even in uh, View to a Kill, she was, you know, her fashion and stuff Yeah. then was, was quite oh, avant garde. So she, and if I can remember correctly from the 80s, I think she was doing kind of like modelling and... Oh, yeah. And she was like on the front covers of Vanity Fair and 
and Vogue and all Vogue that type and, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think she really brought forward this whole kind of because, like, I feel like uh, you know, this is a time of like when Madonna was really fashion forward and things, and you know, you had people pushing limits of of what fashion was really from the eighties onwards, and and what Grace Jones brought was not only this complete. I mean, you know, first off, she's black. You know, yeah, she's yeah, from yeah. Jamaica, which you know, in the middle of the eighties and stuff, is not normally what you would see on the cover of fashion magazines and then not only that but she's this as you say this avant-garde this androgynous she's bring you know she's bringing um very masculine and feminine and ideas of, of gender fluidity which i mean this is 40 years ago this is this, yeah. that is crazy progressive um and you know she's challenging the norms and she's challenging what's sexy she's challenging what's fashionable and you know, and, and her performance in *A View to a Kill* was critically acclaimed. She was very well received in that, understandably so. And you know, she um, she's outspoken. Yeah. She's yeah. you know challenges gender not only in the way that she looks and the fashion that she presents, but also in the in the things that she says. There's an interview where, you know, it's a very kind of like, a, I mean, it's almost a, it's it's like a tongue-in-cheek kind of thing that we sort of say more recently. Um, but, you know, she talks about how, like, you know, women have power. Women have always had power and were smarter than men. And that's not necessarily something I always agree with because I feel like, you know, men and women are equally as smart. But, like, I feel like, you know, in the 80s, the, the power dynamic between men and women was such, there was such a contrast and there was such a gap between that. Um, and to have this, this woman, not only a woman, but a black woman, no less, yeah. come out yeah, and yeah. say these types of things, like... You know, I can imagine why Terry Wogan was probably a bit intimidated by it, and and she just doesn't seem to care. She she was very intimidating. You know. Fuck yeah, she was. Totally, yeah. Oh, I fucking play. love fair her play. for it. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what, like I've only been like, <clears throat> I, as I said, I, I knew of her and I kind of knew what she represented beforehand, but I've been watching these interviews today and I'm just like, fuck, I'm such a. I want to get her autobiography. I want, you know. Ah, like, cool. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I feel like this role, Katrina, is, is per she's perfect for this role. And what she made of this character, she really made it her own. And as I said, like, even though we don't see a lot of this, you can tell all the detail that she brought to this character and the, the, the history that she thought about and, the, and who she was as a person. You know, because she's this, this Egyptian uh, priestess, this high priestess. And you can tell that from the sarcophagus that she is buried in yeah um you know and it's just these little things you don't necessarily pick up but she's clearly thought about and it's just oh i love it awesome you talk matt fair play <laughs> uh i have not not got anything else to say about grace jones because oh, i just love her basically said it all really she, uh, i think yeah. she's great really really yeah. great in this really really good yeah yeah she's um, definitely the mvp of this film i feel the the MVP. MVP. MVP, most valuable player. Ah, right, yes. You not know that phrase? Uh, no. It comes from, like, basketball in America and stuff, but it tends to be used for a lot of things. So, like, this, uh, for me, like, this film, this film is a great film. Like, I, <clears throat> I obviously enjoy it, um, but she just tips it over for me, you know? Nice. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the, um, now, this is something that, that really caught my eye. And that would be the use of the lighting. <gasps> yes. Yeah, you like that? Oh, yeah. You the, know I love a bit of that. Yeah, just such unique 
unique colours, greens and bright pinks and... Magenta, yeah, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Just really cool lighting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it just... It, it, almost every scene, as soon as you kind of get into the club onwards, is just, you know, even outside when they're out in the, uh, in the car parks and stuff, you get this amazing lighting, different, you know, the shadow, the use of the shadows. Um, yeah. Yeah, the cinematography, the use of lighting, shadow and everything in this film is just, it's, it's fucking great, you know? And I feel like that's a real rarity for this type of, like, you know, comedy horror, horror comedy. You know, you can kind of get lazy on stuff because it's like, oh, it's not that deep or whatever. But I feel like the people who worked on this film really cared about what was happening here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great as well because I feel like uh, that even though there's a lot of ugly things happening, like, you know, a lot of death and a lot of torture and whatever, and, you know, but I feel like even those scenes are beautiful because of the way it's set up. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And, yeah. and, 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 and the score? What do you think mm. of the score? Love the score. Love the fucking score. Like, I, I mean, I love a bit of synth. 80 synth is fucking great. And I feel like it really matches the tone of the movie well. Like... And I feel like as well that it's noticeable, but it doesn't, it's not distracting. You know, I think it just, all it does is, is provides this real kind of like energy to the scenes. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's 80s music throughout and yeah, mm. little synthy, little bleeps and, you know, <laughs> I mean, not like Carpenter, but, you know, just that same, same kind of brings, brings vibe and uh, an atmosphere and, and everything. Um, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of yeah. like, you know, I mean, almost, I guess almost something like, it, for a modern day audience, I guess something out of Stranger Things. Yeah. It's yeah, that sort of tone. And as well, just sort of going back to what you're saying about like the, the lighting and stuff, like for me, it just, it felt like, like one, because this stuff only really happens when you get to this town, you get to the strip club, you know? And I feel like it's almost like, you end up coming into this sort of nightmarish world and this very ethereal kind of feel um, when you're, and then obviously at the end, then everything's sort of sunlight and whatever, because it's just happened so through the course of the night. Um, but it's kind of like, yeah, like when you, you know, you enter the strip club, you enter into this different world, which you kind of do in a way because of all the kind of supernatural stuff that's happening there. And then like by the end, all of that kind of dissipates because you're out of the nightmare. You're out of this whatever crazy underworld that you've got going on. Um, and but while you're in it, you're really fucking in it. And I feel like as an audience, like the music as well definitely brings you into that. Yeah. So you've got the, the music and you've got the lighting and the use of shadows or whatever and the colors. And you just, it, it almost, like, the beginning bit is very light and very funny. And then you've got the ending bit where it's very bright and sunshiny. And although I hate that fucking rainbow, you get that <laughs> rainbow. Um, you know, but in that, you've got those bookends, but in the middle where you're in this seedy underworld. In the dark zone, yeah. Yeah, we got the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very much kind of brings you into this whole entire different kind of, almost a different plane of existence. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I really, really like that. Um, um, can we talk talk about the gore and things? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and 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 also the like the effects. I mean, uh, there's yeah. there's the scene where um, uh, Katrina seduces AJ on the mm. 
on the sofa there. Mm. Uh, now, that's, you know, she's seducing him. He's like, right, I'm going to be getting it on. They start to undress to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he's, he's making some little quips like, oh, steady on, I can do that. And as he's unbuttoning her, sh- her shirt and she's licking his chest and nibbling mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. I bet, mm-hmm. I, bet, I bet you like that bit. Um, to get, I was going to say, try not to get turned on, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, and uh, anyway, then and then she goes in for the goes in for the kill, and it's great because her, her her toes curl. Oh my god, it's so good. Her toes curl and extend. So um, They're like ragged claws, almost. Like her toenails go so long and curled over and jagged and shit, like. They're like claws, aren't they? Yeah. But like fucking ragged. And then her eyes roll back and and they're just like pure white. Um, And then, which is really a real cool effect. And then, Mm. and then her mouth starts to extend out. Yeah. Which is very similar to uh, Werewolf London. American Werewolf London. Yeah. 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 Obviously, that's werewolves and this is vampires, but like that overall effect is. yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, which I, I thought was very cool. Uh, and then, yeah, and then she just kind of <laughs> takes a good old bite out of his neck. Yep. Yeah, um, she does. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought there was really some really good effects there. Uh, yeah, agreed, definitely. Um, uh, I just, what do you think of the vampire look generally? I, I thought, <sighs> yeah, okay. Uh, I thought uh, Katrina looked good. Mm-hmm. Then you had some other vampires a bit later on, mm. uh, like one of the, one of the strippers turns into a vampire, mm-hmm. and it, it's a look which has been used a lot. Yeah. When representing vampires, it reminded me of the Buffy vampire, like from the show. You know, sorry, that, it reminds that very, you of, of the, of, like, what, the vampires from Buffy in the show, like with that very kind of like heavy sort of like, you know, um, lots of makeup around the mouth and like the kind of the, the, the eyes and everything yeah. sort of being a bit kind of squished. It's, I think it's, it's quite a generic vampire stroke witch look. Witch look? Yeah, I think it it looks quite witchy. Do you know what, actually? That's funny you say that, because now I think about it, when I was watching it, um, when Katrina, later on, when she's bald, and she's vamping out, she reminded me of the witches in in The Witches, in the, you know, Roald Dahl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I see what you said. It didn't bother me, though. I quite liked it. I don't know if it's nostalgia. Like, again, you know, with the Buffy, like, you remind me of Buffy, but it wasn't like, oh, that looks like the Buffy vampires. I was like, oh, my God, that looks like the Buffy vampires. You know, it was, it, it made me excited. I quite liked it, but okay. it, you, did, you weren't a fan. Uh, well, it, it, it didn't bother, it didn't bother me. It didn't bother mm. me. Um, but, yeah, I, I just it felt, just, I don't know. I mean, maybe for it, for its time, uh, it looked good, but I just felt it just, I don't know, felt a bit generic bit dated. for me. Bit bit da- mm, yeah, or it just, maybe it's been copied so much hmm, maybe. since, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, this is the thing when you go back to sort of like older films and stuff and you're so used to other things since then and it almost feels like they're the ones that are copying when they're the ones that are... F- like, you know, like I'll watch like Poltergeist and I'm, please don't get me wrong, I fucking love Poltergeist, but, you know, when I, I watched that, I think it's the first time, like really not that long ago, like maybe five, six years ago. Okay. So definitely le- like no, not much more than that. And since then, obviously, like, sorry, before then, rather, sorry, I'd seen Paranormal Activity. Okay, And yeah. a lot of the stuff in Paranormal, t- Paranormal Activity, sorry, was clearly taken from Poltergeist, but because I'd seen Paranormal Activity first, and I'd seen a lot of those films, and, and seen them, seen Pol- uh, Paranormal Activity, at least the first one, multiple times, by the time it came around to Poltergeist, it was kind of like, on, a, on an intelligent level, I was like, I know this comes first, and I respect that. But in terms of just the way that I reacted to it as an audience member, I was just like, well, I've seen this a million times. Yeah, I think, I think that's the case, definitely. You know, and it's a shame because you know that, as I say, on an intelligence level, you know that that one came first and that was the original or at least one of the first originals. But because, yeah, you've been desensitised to that particular effect or whatever, it's kind of like it's lost, it loses its power. Yeah. Mm. Um, just trying to think what other, other uh, gory moments there are. There's the... Uh, what, I did, what I did like though, real quick before we talk about that, is yeah. um, is how the levels, there seems to be like different levels of vampire. Like, you know, when AJ, he first kind of comes back, he looks relatively human. And then we sort of see him look more and more gallant, uh, not gallant, um, uh, gaunt is the word I'm thinking. Gaunt, of. yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, he just looks um, pale. Yeah, and then he gets more shadows under his eyes and his cheekbones and stuff, and then all of a sudden we see him as, like, a vamp. And it seems to be that the older you are, the more grotesque you look. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I quite like that attention to detail. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's, uh, yeah, towards, like, towards the end of the film, you know, they get caught up in the the crypt, um, Mm. uh, or actually just outside... Uh, yeah. by the bus and stuff there's you know yeah, various yeah. different vampires and some of them are just guys with you know like fang teeth and yeah. slight slight you know changing their makeup and what have you yeah um, and then you get, get some like Katrina which are full on fucking you know full on yeah punch. yeah but that, I know that, mouth to quote Buffett. but that, that could that could be that could be financial it Possibly, could be financial. But, um, but budgetary issues, yeah. perhaps. And you know what? You are probably right. For me, I feel like... I like to think that it's because they're not as old. And, and so they've not, not had... Not as, uh, as important for the... <laughs> <laughs> for the no, film. I just mean like... They no, have, I, I, I know think, what you mean. I know you know what, you what mean. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's this... Uh, again, to refer back to Buffy, there's um, this vampire that's like thousands and thousands of years old and um not the master it's uh oh fuck it's from season three it's the one that faces from i can't fucking remember his name now anyway um <clears throat> and he's got like you know his his hands have like cloven because he's so old and like you know all of this shit and like you know in the master in season one he's got like really grotesque features because he's just he's so old and he's had this you know vampiric state for so long Whereas you've got vampires who are only a couple of hundred years old, you know, like Angelus and stuff, who are still fucking fit as fuck, you know, and stuff like that. And I like to sort of think that, like, the older you are as a vampire, the more this, almost like a disease, it kind of, like, infiltrates your features and just makes you more and more grotesque. Yeah. And I, I kind of like, I, I kind of, 
that's what I yeah it's definitely budget reasons but I like to think I like to think that it, it's something to do with that just because I like to give the benefit of a doubt <laughs> yeah no that's fair enough that's fair enough it's the believer in me you know yeah I hear you I hear you it's definitely for budget reasons though <laughs> ah well Oh, well. Um, but yeah, I really like the, the, when it comes to gore and stuff, like, you know, I really love that fucking bit where um, AJ kind of moves his head to the side and like his, his neck splits apart from where Katrina's had a go kind of thing. And it just sort of splits. It's just so gross. And the blood just kind of pours it from it. But it's kind of, the, yeah. kind of satisfying as well. Yeah. Um, mm. And then the bit when um, Katrina just basically grabs... Uh, sticks that hand in, into into the uh, I, I can't remember the name of the was she a stripper or was she was just kind of like a oh just a worker at the office a fellow vamp who had basically fucked up yeah oh yeah no yeah so she seems to be a waitress and she's someone who sort of lures uh, potential victims to Katrina but obviously she's fucked up by going for AJ because AJ's not there alone he you know he said he's there alone but he's not actually and he's got people who'll miss him you know, if he, if he goes off kind of thing. Um, and so, yeah, she kills her because she didn't, it, she didn't investigate fully. Uh, but I think she's just sort of like a waitress or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and, and also it, at, at the end, basically, when, when, uh, when Keith gets hold of uh, Katrina and basically, oh, I mean, I, I think that's a really good scene, you know, and actually the effects there are very, very cool. Really um, cool. That's one of my favourite bits. She, of I mean, film. she she actually uh, Katrina looks looks awesome there. Yeah. Uh, really. Uh, yeah. See, that doesn't. I don't think she looked generic in in that at all. Um, no, not at all. No, really, really, really a unique look. Um, yeah, really, really, really cool. Great around the mouth, the teeth. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and and the effect. Aside from the kind of weird, um, kind of, uh, uh, they put this kind of green lighting <laughs> around like her head, like a special effect. But actually, when her like face and head melts, mm. I, I thought that was really fucking cool. Really cool, and like her skin's bubbling. Yeah, shit. like uh, that's yeah. really cool. And you feel like, you know, it's really melting. It's not just burning, it's melting. And then sort of flaking off. I, mm. I would love to know how they did that. I mean, I don't know, maybe it was almost like filmed upside down. So the stuff's just kind of falling, falling off the face, yeah, yeah, melting could, could off. Well be. Yeah, could I, well mean, be. I, I didn't I, see anything about that when I was doing my research, but yeah, probably. Maybe it was like black, uh, like wax or something like like, yeah, but this is what I mean. It was, it was, it was melting, wasn't it? It wasn't just like, yeah. oh, here's, some, here's, we're just gonna burn some shit. Like it was really seemed very methodically done. It kind of reminded me of, um, uh, have you seen the film Kiss of the Damned? I haven't. No. Oh my god, it's so good, mate. You'd fucking love it. Okay. Um, and uh, there's this, there's this vampiric death scene in it. I won't say who or when or what. Um, but there's a vampire death scene, which are kind of might because because their skin bubbles in that sort of same way, and they start to sort of flake away and melt and all the rest of it. And you and it like in this, you really see how painful 
that is. Yeah. It's not just a, it's not just a, ah, I'm dying. It's like, yeah. oh shit, like it's, I'm fucking um, dying. This is hurt. Yeah, yeah, flaking, yeah. Yeah, and which is why it kind of annoyed me that they kind of cheapened it with this sort of flipping of the bird because it was just like, that uh. was so powerful until It was so, point. so well done. And then, mm. eh, Yeah, it just, it cheapened it for me. But I mean, I, but, but that's just me. It might not, that might not be the case for everyone else. But I was so enthralled by these effects and how well it was acted and the reactions from Keith and, and from um, Amaretto slash Allison, you know, like it was, it was such a great moment. And all that build up when he's poking through holes in the ceiling and he's trapping her in the sunbeams and shit. And we've just had the shock because we think that she's dead because she's been impaled. But no, because she's a queen motherfucking bitch and she's fucking on that shit. Like that's not enough to kill her. You have to fucking set her on fire or, or put her in sunlight and shit to kill her because she's awesome. And like, you know, and this whole thing where he's trapping her and this whole build up and then boom with these like effects and this melting of the skin and it's coming away from her skull and then like to have this moment where she gives the finger I was just like oh come on dude yeah <laughs> you know? like that was it. it if it was put in any other or, or if you'd given that that gag to like any other vampire death I'd have fucking laughed yeah but it's just that one it was just, I was just like nah man yeah let that, be, let that be you know yeah I agree I agree you know but yeah it's really great and I just um yeah I just I I really like how because you you are you do sort of think that she's because she's been like stabbed up by this big it's a metal pipe isn't it if I, if I remember that rightly uh, arrow first and then arrow uh, through the face isn't it yeah in, in the mouth and then the yeah. pi pipe in the chest that's right that's right yeah because he's this fucking like because we see him shooting the apple at the beginning of the film and stuff which is like clearly like a Hey, he's good with a bow and arrow. He's, that, that's going to come back, Chekhov's arrow. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, so you're like, oh, he's fucking nailing it and stuff. And then she gets stabbed up by the pipe. And like, fuck yeah. And stuff. And um, and then, you know, she goes, oh, no, fuck, she's still alive. What? And then you have this whole bit, which I just mentioned. It's, it's, just, it's such a great death. It's really fucking cool. I really like that. Agreed. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Great effect, great effect. Yeah, man. Uh, cool. Anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, I'm just flicking through my notes. Uh, there was, I mean, just, just, oh. just slight nitpicking. There's some silly, it's just silly bits when, like, when Duncan turns into a vampire and they crash. And basically, all they do is they go over, like, some spikes. Crash into a car, and then, oh my god, the whole thing's on fire. Yeah, and then no, they explode. Well. Whoa, okay, really? Yeah, no, I noticed that as well. Also, Guys? as well, like um, I found that the uh, the the club over played by Sandy Barron, like he's a comedic actor, so I get that he's probably going to be a bit hammed up. But I felt like his acting was just not suited for this film. It was really hammy, and I honestly, I just thought it was a bit shit. Um, I just felt like it was out of place. You know what I mean? Like he was, he, it was kind of almost like he was trying to ch channel Jack Nicholson or something, but failing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But like, I mean, it is also a comedy movie. So it, it, it was one of those things where like, I guess like what you just said with, um, with Duncan's vampiric scene slash explosion, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, it didn't ruin the film for me, but I just kind of, just... like I feel like, I feel like, that there is you know a lot of the sort of more side characters were a bit hammy yeah okay. and i just yeah. and i feel like sometimes that's partly due to the script 
but I do feel like if they'd maybe had like I don't say more seasoned actors because that sounds snobby but maybe just different types of actors maybe less comedic actors or whatever involved then it could have just it elevated it would have elevated some of the more ropier sides of the script yeah yeah you know like I felt like some of it fell short because of maybe the delivery or the it could be just the way it's directed it could be down to the directing in fairness as opposed to the actor but I just felt like some of it was just a little bit like bit cheesy and a bit like I'm watching it an amateur like guy well it's Sandy a, Barron has has got quite a prolific career and I was just you know it's just a bit like hmm mm, okay yes yeah you know what I mean? I do. I do. Um, but what? how cool is this bit, though? Uh, it proper had me gagging, like I was laughing so much, is when, you know, you got that vampire little girl, and we don't know if she's a vampire, and then you have that, that blonde predator guy come after her and say, oh, where's your, where's your mommy, little girl? And then all of a sudden, she's just like, boom, jumps on jumps him, jumps down on his arm. <laughs> And he's going, oh, fucking hell, he's like running around and she's just like like a rag doll. Hanging on. <laughs> hanging on with yeah. her teeth. And he and it's really satisfying because he's obviously a, a, a predator, like a sexual predator, like a child predator. Um, <laughs> and I just really like how there's that nice switch where he's the predator, but really she's, she's the predator. She's the one getting on him, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But it was just so funny how he's just like, you know, falling about and she's just there like no arms no nothing she's just like her her limbs are flaming everywhere and she's just like hung on by her teeth <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was cool it fucking it cracked me right up i love that bit um and also as well but about the bit with keith stuck in the lift and everything like that i thought that was a real cool moment stuck in the lift i can't remember that mm. but yeah it's caught in the lift and it's like moving so he's about to get crushed in it he's like half in, oh half that's, out, like, that's the right they go too. back to that hotel room yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, it's like in Final Destination 2, except in Final Destination 2, they didn't have a handy fire extinguisher to, like, you know, prop it open so he could then climb out. But I just thought that was a real kind of, like, a bit of realism in amongst all of the supernatural stuff, where it's kind of like, that could happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I quite liked that, because it, it was kind of around that point where everything's really sort of, like, escalating and stuff. And not that I want momentum to end, but it was... But, but it was, yeah, it just needed that break in, in between just to kind of... Yeah. Just a little bit of like, oh, we are still in the real world. This isn't a complete a dreamscape. Reality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just sort of like, you know, grounded you a little bit, which is kind of cool. I also really liked um, the whole bit where he sets the bar on fire at the end. Yeah, just pouring the... It was... Was it rum? Bacardi rum? Brandy. Was it brandy? Was it brandy? Yeah, brandy. Oh, bugger. Yeah, because oh. he, he sees the crates and stuff and it's just like, I don't know, fucking Bacardi brandy or some shit. And, um, and he, he convinces because he... he, he you know, he sort of says that he's resigned he, to his. He his knows. Fate. He knows. Yeah, he's on his way out. Yeah, and he sort of says by like, because his bartender's on about like taking the club elsewhere to like greater heights to Vegas and shit, and opening up a club in Vegas. So he's got this like sense of grandeur and shit, and like Keith's all like playing onto that, and he's just like, oh hey, so you know I'm gonna die anyway, so fuck it, why don't you just buy me and my buddies around? You know, like a fucking last drinks, you know, classy like, and he's like, yeah, classy. And he's like, make make it a double. Make it a dog. He's like, yeah, it's like they do in Vegas. And he's just like, yeah, I like that, you know? And he's just like, yeah. And he's like, why not fucking make it a drink? Do what? Fucking land me the bottle. And he fills up the glasses and he takes the bottle and then he's like, starts spilling the fucking drink all over, gives it to Alison and he's like, spill the shit, you know? And then he starts pouring the drink out on the way back and the fucking owner's so fucking smart, not paying attention and shit. He doesn't notice. And then boom, it's just like, yeah, he's like, set a lighter and it's the whole fucking thing goes alight it's a really great scene yeah nice i enjoyed that i enjoyed that a lot um 
What would you... Right, here's a question for you, Matt. Oh, go on then. <laughs> Not about your opinions of the film, but just about opinions of the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you do if Uh-oh. you had gone to this club, right? Right, you know, you misses aside, none of that. You, it's just you, fucking 20-year-old or whatever, and you, you're single and you've gone to this club. Okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> and you get taken backstage... And you've got Grace Jones, fucking Amazonian queen, climbing all on you. And it's funny, I, I envisaged you asking me this question for some reason. Really? Yeah. God, I've become transparent in my old age. I must do better. Anyway, so being that I have no backup question for this, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with this one. That's Would one. I? Would you? Hang on. And right, okay, so. And she suddenly goes full vamp, but she's still got this banging body and she's like fucking like, you know, writhing on top of you and shit. Would you let her give you a blowjob? No. <laughs> Straight off that. All right, would you let her fuck you though? No. No? No. You're a better man than I thought. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't give a fucking vampire. Why not? Well, vampires well, no. are great lays by every single bit of well, Hang like, on a minute. Hang on. Not the way she looks. Pop culture we know. I'm not going to fuck somebody looks like that. All right. Did you ever watch Buffy? No. Well, you're useless to me. Okay. All right. Question for the listeners. Vampires, right? Fit vampires like Darla and Buffy in that one episode when, you know, the Nightmare episode and shit. Nightmares in season one where she turns vampire and shit. Or like Drusilla or fucking some hot vampire shit. Or fucking uh, Aaliyah in like season seven and whatnot. Would you still bang them? Let me know on the page. I'll let Kate know privately so she can... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you wouldn't. So no no toothy blowjobs. I'm sorry, you. no. No, that's going nowhere near my dick, I'm afraid. Nowhere near your dick. So, yeah, sorry. If it was a guy version, I don't know. Yeah, that's a no for me. Would. Definitely a no for me, I'm afraid. I probably would. I probably would. I'm not going to lie. I'm just thinking of Angelus right now. Even with full vamp face and teeth. Yeah, definitely, actually. I'm not going to lie. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else to talk about this film? Um, Not that I can think of. I think Um, we talked about it pretty extensively. Indeed. Indeed. All right, cool. I've got nothing. What's your score, Jaws Jaws? Uh, My score, hang on a sec. I've lost my bit. Uh, six extending teeth out of ten. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I had a bit, but I'm going to change it now. I'm not Ooh, a score. I'm not, cha- I'm, not cha- I'm not changing my score, but I'm just ch- I'm chasing. I'm changing the the, the vibe, the blurb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you went with six. I did. All right, I'm going for seven toothy blowjobs out of ten. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're about. Ten, on what par, was yours? Really. Six what? Six. What, six. Six what out of ten? Uh, extending teeth. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> Alrighty. I will read out Snatcher's blurb and then we will go to some trivia. No, wait, no. Then we'll go to the trailer and then we'll do some trivia. <laughs> Alrighty. Ha ha. So, this is Snatcher's from 2019. I think this did actually make my top 10. 
<gasps> slightly showing my hand here, but oh. I, don't give, I don't give a fuck. You know what? It's been three years. My mind might have changed since then. Unlikely. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I get like, look at me with Psycho Gorman. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, after status-obsessed teen Sarah has sex for the first time. Oh, God, that would be awful. Can you imagine if that was just... Anyway. Um, she wakes up the next day nine months pregnant with an alien. Huh. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, cool. So we will go to a trailer. We will come back and then we will do the trivia. We Bum shall. Bum. We shall. <laughs> so how far along are you? A day. I've changed a lot this summer. My priorities are different. Felt so good. Did you pull out? I'm sure everything's fine. Priority one is keeping us quiet. Priority two is my general overall well-being. How about we just slap you on the kitchen counter and aim at the Vitamix? Okay. This is a condom. Oh, this is so not why you use a condom. And we're back. So, uh, Snatchers in 2019, I have done Ziblurb. I'm gonna do the credits. So, directors, Stephen Cedars and Benji Kleiman. And then we've got writers, which are also Stephen Cedars and Benji Kleiman, but also with their good friend, Scott. Fuck. Yeah, uh, thank you. That's probably not how it's pronounced, but we'll go with that. And it stars Mary Neppy, Gabrielle Elise, or Eli Elise? Elise. Elise. Yeah. Um, JJ Nolan, Austin Freiberger. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why, but that name just made me laugh. <laughs> Nick Gomez, Rich Fol <sighs> <laughs> I love Rich Fulcher, Mighty Bruce represent what it were. Um, and some other people who don't seem as important looking at their character names. Ashley um, or go to Torres. She was, go to Torres. She was Yeah, alright, she's yeah, oh, she's relatively important. Amy Landecker, Logan, Ro Logan Rogan. Who Logan Rogan. Who named their kid that? He I mean, he can't even have a picture in IMDb with a name no. like Logan Rogan. Logan Rogan. Fuck's sake. I think that's a great name. Oh, and Alex Skinner deserves a shout out because I like Jerome. Um. All right. Cool. 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 Um. This is my choice. Yes. Tell us why you chose it. Absolutely um, nothing to do with the fact that it was in your top 10 of 2019. Legit, no, actually not. Oh, okay, I should yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down. So <laughs> I am sit down. Uh, I'm sat, <laughs> which if anyone's on TikTok or Instagram, we'll, we'll get that reference. Um, sit down, I'm sat. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, I, yes, so I watched this as part of the cast party with Teapots, uh, podcast on the stairs, go check it out, it's great. Um, and this coined the hashtag, hashtag badge cannon, um, <laughs> which I, I adore. Um, and I hadn't really seen it since 
before that year it came out. Um, and I bought it on Blu-ray and it was one of those things that like I bought it on Blu-ray and I just, it sat there for a while. Um, and I thought, fuck it. I actually have been wanting to watch it. I just haven't got my ass around to it. This is a perfect opportunity. And that is why it's not really anything to do with the fact that it was part of my top 10 of 2019. It was more through the fact that I need to revisit it. Uh, which is often either revisit it or it's part of my watch list. Yeah, 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 that's fair enough. Um, so yes, um, that is that is that. Um, so trivia: Stephen Cedars, Benji Kleiman, and Scott. What was it? Yash- uh, Yash- Scott Yakishin. Yakishin, sure. Uh, so um, they, well, as he said in the credits, Stephen and Benji directed it, and then all three of them wrote it and produced it. Um, they all have older sisters and what happens in this film is based on experiences that their older sisters had gone through in high school probably not the alien pregnancy but other stuff uh steven and benji uh knew each other from school um and grew up on action movies and monster movies and they drew obviously if you watch this film quite an influence in making this one the main location uh, for filming was this building that was due to be demolished and was comprised of these of like a defunct police station, a jail and a clinic. And it was like in one building uh, because they, it was a public building. They weren't allowed to charge the studio. So they got it for free. Um, and because it was due for demolition, they also got to blow it up for real during some of the final <laughs> action scenes. So it worked out really well for them. Um Benji Kleiman was manoeuvring the puppets um, when the little snatchers fucking the big one. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's great, isn't it? Uh, and they kept trying different things to get, <laughs> to get the rhythm right. <laughs> okay. And at one, at one point, Stephen Cedars says, well, this little guy just doesn't know how to fuck. And then Benji, <laughs> who's doing... <laughs> oh, fucking God. <laughs> this is what I get from the fucking special features because I've got the Blu-ray. So Benji Kleiman's all like, oh, you want him to fuck? Oh, I got you, right? And this is literally me verbatim, right? And he's <laughs> and he's all like spitting on his hands and rubbing his hands together and shit or loosening up and like, ah, yeah, to get like the snatches snatched, you know? Oh. And he's all like, oh, you want him to fuck? I got you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and what we see is the final kind of, thing of that um also <laughs> almost every single shot with the snatcher is done practically and is only enhanced with cgi um there is always a practical element as they wanted it to be authentic as possible so when we see like the queen alien or whatever the queen snatcher yeah what they did with that is they had like the alien head and like the sort of first pincers or whatever like um as a puppet. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they had this guy in black behind, like, manoeuvring and clo- opening and closing the mouth. And then the body was kind of, like, CGI'd. But that's, like, the most CGI that they used. Most of it was practical effects. And they just sort of, like, especially when it comes to, like, the little mini snatches, they used, they was, it was practical effects, especially when they're on the back of the necks and stuff. And apparently, like, that was a nightmare to film because these actors would have to have their he- heads hunched forward for hours at a time. Oh. Like, can you imagine? Oh, that'd be tough really tough um and it was just things like you know the gloopiness and like the shine and shit that they would add on in post or whatever but for the most part it was it was done all practically because you know these guys grew up on shit like the thing you know and it was, yeah, 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 yeah that that love and respect for, you know kind of like the ultron uh astro not ultron astron six you know when it comes to psycho gorman like you know a lot of practical effects and shit yeah 
Um, the vomit that Sarah spews at school is made. <laughs> yes. From, yeah, is made from chunky cream of mushroom soup. Oh, but yeah. Gross. I do love. I do love mushroom soup. Dear, oh, it just reminds me of my childhood and being forced to eat it and just hating it. Hang on, wait, why were you forced to eat it? Oh, I just, come on, like, you love mushroom soup. No, mummy, <laughs> I hate mushroom soup. <laughs> I, took a drink, I took a drink just as you said that, and that sounds like fucking horrible. <laughs> no, no. You love it. Don't, no, no, no mummy, I don't love it. I don't love it. You love it. <laughs> she wasn't, eat she wasn't nasty. Can I just point out that my mother looked after me extremely well um, and she never forced me to eat anything I didn't like. However, uh, Apart from yeah, soup. she just used to bring up mushroom soup all the bloody time. I, was like, oh. I love She, I she like thought I loved it, but I absolutely hated it. I feel like your mum and I would get on because I mushroom soup. Do you know what? My nan was a bit like that with Mars bars, right? So my mum would work at a school in Newport, which meant that when me living in Bristol, all right, so anyone who doesn't know the layout of like Wales versus England, um, it's like a good, at least an hour's drive, right? From Newport to Bristol. And um, I would say, anyway, if she ends school because she was a teacher at the same time that I finished school, she's certainly not getting to me on time. Which means my nan, bless her cotton socks, rest in peace, she would pick me up from school. And she cottoned on one time that I liked Mars bars. But she would get me a Mars bar every fucking time. And, you know, you were too much of a good thing. And Mars bars, for those who don't know, are this kind of caramelly, chewy, sort of nougat type, or nugget, like chocolate bar. If you're... Out of all the chocolate bars to have too much of, that is not the one you want. That, that so, or M- Milky Way, either of those two fuckers. Just, they're uh, so rich and they're so sugary, so sugary uh. and sweet and, and gloopy. Like they kind of like that kind of like, oh, not a mousse, but like. Not for me. I think they're probably smush. the last last things that would be eaten in our. In, That's your last in the celebration yeah. pot. Yeah. Last. I, lo- I love them both. I just don't want them all every day. And I just didn't have the heart to tell to tell my nan because she, oh, you know your nan, you know your nan just gives you that look like, oh, I got you your favourite, mm. you know, like, oh, I hope you enjoy it. Mm. And I just, I, I just <laughs> did not have the heart to tell her like, no, nan, this makes me feel physically sick because um, <laughs> you've given it to me every damn day for the last six months. <laughs> Um, you know, so like, <laughs> I have the heart to tell her, so I had to tell my mum and then my mum would have to like, subtly insert it into a conversation. I just remember one time my nan turning up with a crunchy, which is like a honeycomb, like a chocolate covered honeycomb bar, which is way better. Um, and I'd just be like, oh, thank you mum, I love you so much. Oh my God, thank you so much. Amen. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I can't remember why I brought that up, but yeah. Oh, mushroom, yeah, mushroom, mushroom soup. soup. Mushroom soup, right, exactly. Anyway, um, and then the opening sequence, last bit of trivia. Um, I'm sure there's more, but honestly, I ran out of time. Um, the, and then my work called me up and messaged me and said, like, I had to do this fucking test and I'll see them later. Ugh. Anyway, um, the opening sequence was originally going to be a live-action sequence, but they didn't have the budget for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was drawn by one of the directors. I'm not sure which one, because it was in the commentary, and honestly, I couldn't tell them this part. Um, but personally, I think it's better the way that it is. I really like the opening sequence or the illustrations. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I cool. It's, I, think, I think it's cute. You like it. I like it a lot. I like that stuff. Anyway, 
um so obviously i've kind of like gleaned that i uh i have at least at one point found this film entertaining matt this is your first watch no it is my second watch oh okay when was your first watch then uh the very beginning of 2021 Okay, all right. Was that because you just like heard stuff off the teapot stage? Because I know that me, Jamie, and Duncan and uh, uh, no, I, I'd, I'd heard a lot of people um, actually on the teapot page were talking about it, saying how much they enjoyed it. So that's mm. why I whacked it on. Nice. Has your opinion, whether good or bad, has it has it changed much between Ooh, viewings? Has it changed? It has not changed. Oh, this sounds like you don't like it. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about snatches. Um, oh, so. actually, my first point here, this may be a good segue. Okay. Okay. So, um, I, so when I, so as I said, I watched it as part of a cast party with some people off the Teapots crew. And there's quite a mix of us. There's like a few, we have about, uh, well, we had, it doesn't really happen anymore. Um, but like when we did, there was, there's usually about five regulars and then other people would kind of like crop on every now and then. Um, there wasn't like a big massive thing or anything, but it was, it was kind of nice to do this every week, especially because it was during lockdown during COVID and stuff. So it was a nice bit of socialism, not socialism, but a nice bit of being social. Um, but there was quite like a, a, a diverse kind of audience within that group. Yeah had some older people had some younger people girls boys whatever and some people were kind of initially getting annoyed with the kind of uber young dialogue you know okay. um there's a lot of um yeah there's a lot f. of like a, what yeah the f what the yeah. f wtf um and stuff like that there's a lot of like younger dialogue there's a lot of uh, colloquialism there's a lot of um uh, slang and, and terminology that is maybe not necessarily lost on the older generation, but certainly not like stuff that we would comfortably use. And it's very, it's almost like, um, it's funny because they actually mention this film in the dialogue, but it's kind of like Juno-esque. Um, so if anyone's ever watched Juno and it's very quick, very hip, very oh, yeah, kind of dialogue, which some people either really like or they don't. Um, and I can understand because it's it's based around teenagers, especially like older audiences, you know, myself, yourself, whoever, can be kind of like put off by that. And initially when I watched it in that first watch, like it did kind of bug me as well. Um, okay. Because I just felt like I just, I, I couldn't necessarily, I could relate to some stuff because ultimately like despite media, despite internet, whatever, the teenage experience for more or less is the kind of same just it, you know we all have the same sort of concerns and worries it's just you know done differently but it was kind of like I felt like oh god this is going to be like a very kind of teeny bop sort of you know annoying type thing yeah. and I think that people going into this movie it would not surprise me if majority of the people I know would just kind of go oh my god would you shut up you know kind of thing whatever but in saying that I think for me personally, I want to get your opinion in a sec, but like, as the film goes on, not only do you kind of like, kind of get used to that a little bit, but also I feel like you kind of just get more 
engrossed in what's happening and the characters open up more so you actually can relate to them and despite this weird shit that's going on and I feel like if you are going to have a movie centered around modern day teenagers despite how annoying they can be <laughs> this is a pretty authentic look at the teenage experience how they are. yeah yeah how they are and how they interact and and what it kind of what the script does is give you kind of a quite a clear impression of the school hierarchy especially in America where you know clicks and whatever are very prominent um so initially when I first watched it I was annoyed um and it was kind of like Ugh, okay but as it went on and on sort of an, the second watch maybe because on the second watch I knew what I was getting into but I just I found it less annoying if that makes sense but I mean that's me like what what did you sort of feel was that something that bothered you or were there other things that bothered you or it didn't bother me in the slightest oh it didn't oh okay no 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 Uh, on on either watches um yeah no it was just it was just the way it was written and it didn't bother me it was just how young people talk um it is yeah i'm i could see why people wouldn't like it just in this instance i like the characters Mm. so the way they spoke was the way they spoke and it didn't bother me if right. I dislike if I dislike them, it would and I didn't find them funny, then yeah, it would grate the fuck out of me. Yeah, and, the, and then that would obviously start to, you know, then you'd be like watching the film, thinking, oh god, will you go shut the fuck up? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you'd be like, actually, I don't like this film in the slightest. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, that's right, and I think it does depend on your sort of sense of humor as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm glad because I actually, when I was re-watching this, I was like, oh, God, Matt's going to hate this. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you didn't, you weren't bothered by that. I wasn't bothered by that. Um, what um, were you bothered by? Because <laughs> I feel there's a big butt coming. Um, and I really enjoyed the the comedy element of it. Great. Okay. I, I like this film. Yeah? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so pleased because you're I expected me. I, to, I was know, expecting I, you to I hate don't, it. I don't know why you're expecting me to hate this. Well, uh, yes I fa- no, I thought I thought we were going to like some things, but I just okay. I thought that you thought I I thought that you were going to find the dialogue grating. Okay. Because it's so, so young, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it as I say, uh, I like the characters. Uh, their dialogue uh, I found was hilarious. Um, I, I really like the interaction of the characters. I thought they interacted really well. Uh, especially like the interaction between Mary and uh, sorry Sarah and Kate, the mum. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really funny how the mum was like, just the way <laughs> the way she acted uh, around her daughter was like kind of like really kind kind of dickish, but in in a nice way because mm. um, she clearly cared about her. Um, yeah, no, I I I liked all that actually. Yeah, I liked all the characters. Actually, I I wasn't that keen on Dave, believe it or not. I know oh, that, really? that would be that would be quite a surprise. A lot of people kind of liked him. I, yeah, I wasn't that keen on him particularly. Do you um, watch the Mighty Boosh? or have you watched no, the one? No. So no. he, I think I'll be. Well, I mean, I can't speak for everyone. For me, he's in the Mighty Boosh. I'm a big Mighty Boosh fan. Have been for donkeys and. Um, it, for me, it was really nice to sort of see him crop up here because Rich Fulcher, as an actor, doesn't have a lot of depth. He plays one character. <laughs> and this is this character. Yeah. 
slightly zany, slightly weird off the wall kind of thing, kind of a creepy uncle, but kind of harmless as well and very, and to me, very funny. Um, and so for me, it was, it was like, it was a bit of familiarity. I mean, there's a lot of familiarity in this film because obviously it wears its influence on its sleeve. Um, yeah. But for me to sort of see it, I was like, oh, I know Jeez. you. It's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're playing you. And it's something, you know, it's, it's that. So I feel like if, I don't know for everyone, but I feel like probably a lot of people who liked him probably have seen him in other things. And because he sort of same, plays the same character, whatever he does, um, it's, yeah. it's a bit of comfort in that way. Um, personally, I really loved his involvement. But I, again, I, I do understand why you, like, if, especially if you're not familiar with him I, as an actor, why you might find him yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I disliked him. I just, I don't know. He's just very non... Uh, I don't know. It did, didn't make an impact on me at all. It wasn't... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, was he supposed to be some kind of, like, stoner? Stoner vet? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, you know. I'll be honest. I don't know. That's Rich Vulture's way. That is just... Yeah, well, there we go. That's just how he does so that's, everything. That's just him. This kind of That's just how way. he does everything, yeah. Um... So you either like it or yeah, you don't. Aside from him, uh, I really liked how everybody acted. Yeah. Um, you know, Ashley playing as Kiana, who is an absolute, absolute bitch. Yeah. She she did a great job. Great job. Um, uh, and obviously Sarah uh, and Haley, I thought they were great. The way mm. they interacted together, mm. clearly, you know how they'd fallen out previously mm. because Sarah got sucked in into a new mates and left yeah. the D D geek behind. Yeah, and that uh, and, and that happens. You hey, of course it does. And people and... move on. People do move on just mm. through meeting new people at different schools and, and what have yeah. you. It just just happens. Yeah. Um it's very relatable so, I feel Yeah it was. I, I felt the relationships were all very relatable. Mm, mm. Um I felt the I thought the story was a good one. I felt it, um, the only thing that kind of fell down for me really with the, with the story was the the use of the, when Skylar went, went to Mexico and he was dicking around with the statues, how the statue broke and blew uh, pink smoke into his nose and that was how he got infected. I thought that was a bit shit. Um, I felt I, I felt they could have done that better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I do agree with that. It didn't really bother me because I just felt it was just it was kind of stupid, but in a way that kind of fit the film. Because yeah. this whole thing is kind of just a bit. No, it's not stupid. It is actually a very well put together smart film. But like at the same time, like the character, especially Skylar's character, is very dumb. I felt like if he was if he was gonna get infected with this sort of like alien type you know Mayan that would be the way that's the way he's gonna do it yeah Um, yeah but I do I do agree and I feel like you know um there are other ways that maybe they could have done that that better but it didn't bother me as such because this character is such a fucking idiot (laughs) yeah 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 oh absolutely Absolutely. um Um, I love uh, this character this character is such a fucking idiot I fucking love him <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Well, that's it when he's at the party and he's just, he's he's been, you know, he's obviously got this the horn wet, vibe. hormone and 
pheromone vibe or whatever it is that makes him want to bang all the time so they can procreate this alien and he's just trying to bang anything he's anybody like, and like, he's come so on in front of everybody just fuck me yeah let's, I'm just really loving this energy okay, let's fuck you? in front of everyone like you you know oh dude I'm so sorry like you know let's let's fuck to re- like it's just <laughs> and what makes me laugh is I mean this film is not a deep film I'm not going to go too into it but what makes me laugh is how like that is kind of how teenage boys are they'll just use any excuse just like, come on, anything, to get yeah. to get <laughs> and it's just so funny how desperate he is and it's just like wow you are not a smart character like at all and you're not supposed to be and we are just supposed to have fun with you and we are having fun and he he does exactly what he's supposed to do you know i feel like all of yeah. these characters yeah. do exactly what they're supposed to do and it just it works it's worked so well yeah no yeah. i totally agree totally yeah. agree um let's talk let's talk about let's talk about the the comedy aspects okay Be- because uh and the scripting it is excellent it and, and it ties in so well with that mm. um mm. if i uh, <laughs> i'm sort of chuckling chuckling i mean i have to say say one of the quotes Go on. um when Haley's che- uh, checking out Sarah, Sarah's obviously. I know what you're going to so say. For, 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 those, for those that don't know, basically, uh, Sky, Skylar's basically. Uh, spoiler alert! Skylar's been infected by this. Um, he's some Mayan um, statue which he's smashed, um, and it blew powder into his. It's a fertility face. statue, Matt. Fertil- Joseph, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a Mayan fertility statue. The massive <laughs> With a massive penis. Um, and he he knocked it off because he's dicking around with it. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. And, and it blows his pink powder into into him, which then uh, makes him horny as fuck. I guess infects his sperm or something. And then, well, yeah. Sure. It's a bit hard, hard. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, infects his sperm, so whatever uh, he ejaculates into will create uh, an alien or two. Um, overnight. Overnight. So, yeah. uh, Skylar's bang, bangs Sarah. Um, and, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, like within overnight. Within a day. She, yeah, she gives. She gets pregnant and gives birth within twenty four hours, doesn't she? I, I, I did find the fact that uh, her pre- pregnancy test has an option of either completely blank, which means you're not pregnant, or a big smiley face, which means you're pregnant. But in yeah. her case, it's a really, really unhappy <laughs> face, which is just like melting. It's like, yeah. I thought that was really cool. I really it's like great. That. It's so laugh. great. Um. So anyway, so she's she's. Clearly pregnant, she doesn't want to tell her mum, but tells her her old mate Haley that this is what's going down because she doesn't want to tell her new bitchy mates. No, because they're um, fucking superficial and bitchy, and, and also her bitches. mate has a modicum of smartness about her, so it might be that she actually could help as well as not be an arsehole about it. So yeah, so they go down to the uh, the free clinic. clinic, the free um, clinic. The free clinic mm-hmm. where there's a God Squad guy giving them all hassle. Oh my God, it's so funny. It's like, Jesus loves you. And then they go in the room. It's like, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so great. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the nurse kind of uh, checks out Haley, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, and discovers yeah, yeah. that indeed she is pregnant with something, <laughs> but she's not sure what it is. So she buggers off. She gets um, a doctor or whatever. 
And Haley, uh, Sarah starts getting contractions, so uh, she asks Haley to go and have a little look and see what <laughs> what uh, what is going on. I'll tell you what, that's uh, friendship. That is, Hayley, that is friendship. Yes, it is. Uh, <coughs> and then she pops up with a quip. Well, that was way more butthole than I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Which is brilliant. As someone who's um, given birth, oh, hon, you have no idea. Like... <laughs> it's gonna get far worse down there's, there yeah sure. there's this uh bit later on where she's like because they they realize later on that there's a second snatcher because these little baby creatures are called snatchers it's like invasion of the boy snatchers they latch on and they control you right yeah um and as one just one of the many homages and and clear love of the genre that these filmmakers have, have, have put in this film and uh anyway so she's got this second one that's about to come out and she's, they've gone back to uh, her house and she's led on the kitchen table and they want to like, so the first one shoots out and like explodes the head of the OBGYN. And it's so, and this is all within the first 20 minutes of this film. This is one of the things I love about this film. It just, it wastes no time. Um, and and it, she, she refers to it as a, as a badge cannon, which yes, coined the hashtag, hashtag team badge cannon in the teapots page for the people who had watched it on Caspi because we were all howling. And uh, so yeah, hashtag team badge cannon. Whoop, whoop. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so it, that, that just to give an idea, that's like the velocity of this, this alien propellant. So what they've oh. done is they, they she's, she's sat on the kitchen counter, right, this little island in her kitchen at home. And they've got this, uh, like I think it's a blender or something or other, aimed at her That's vagina, right, yeah. and with the hopes of just shooting it out of her badge, out of her badge, into this blender, chop it up nice and nice, bosh, one alien down, right? And uh, <laughs> and she just, you know, referring back to Haley's comment, like this is this is way too much butthole than I had planned on seeing, or whatever it was, you know. And then she's like in the kitchen, she's you know, led back, legs in the legs, sort of, you know. Legs akimbo. Legs akimbo, 100%. And uh, she's like, you need to push. And she's like, if I push anymore, I'm going to shit on this counter. You know? <laughs> oh, hun, that is, that is just part of birth. You will shit. You know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching this, I'm watching this film like, oh, love. You know? <laughs> this better be the last time I see that butthole tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I love, how, I love how she says tonight. Not ever. Just tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like it's okay if you you know what give me twenty four hours to reset and I will see that butthole again you know but like I just don't need to see it again tonight you know it just uh, it really cracks me up like I love I love their friendship because obviously they were clearly close at one point you can tell not only in the way that they sort of like reminisce and shit later on down the film but also in the way that like uh, uh, Sarah's mum Kate hey Kate uh, Sarah's mum Kate like when she sees her in her kitchen. And she's like, oh my god, hey! She's like, oh my god, Kate! And they like, you know, embrace and shit. And they like, fucking like, they they clearly there was clearly a really good friendship and oh, bond friendship, between them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I really love how like obviously they 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 kind of you know distance themselves and then they come back together and this whole like you know relationship arc that they have and by the end they're besties again and you know and and Sarah defends her and shit in front of um, fucking Kiana or whatever she's called and. Um, shit like that and it's just it's, it's a really nice and very natural like I've had friends that I've fallen out with in the past and then rekindled later on and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you go through waves and whatever you know people grow apart and they get back together and shit like that 
you know, it is just what it is. But like, it's, I feel like despite all the insane, weird, wacky, gory, stupid, slapstick, you know, alien shit going, I feel like what really cinches this film together and stops it from being stupid is the very authentic relationships that we get to see in this. And so all of the other stuff with the aliens and stuff is just, it's, it's fucking awesome. And it's believable because of the writing behind the relationship. Yeah, with the characters, I you agree. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was t- totally down with that. Totally yeah, but yeah, that. the butthole fucking thing is great. <laughs> what do we feel? Can we talk about like the alien design? I thought the alien design was excellent. Um, right? I mean, it was kind of... What did it remind me of? It reminded me of something, but I, 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 I still can't... It reminded me of something, and I can't think of what it is so, 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 it's kind of like... It's kind of like a face hugger from Alien. Right, yeah. It's the same kind of concept, isn't it? But but it's got, like... It's it, actually almost like a, a little head. predator. Like, with the teeth. But it's not that, either. It's something else. It's something else. I was I really trying hard to it. think of it. I can't think of it either. And I, 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 I just know that you and I are thinking of the same thing. And I can't fucking... If anyone listening can tell us what the fuck we're trying to think of, that would be great. Maybe. Maybe Extro? Have you seen Extro? No, that was... Oh, do you know what? That was okay. one of the one movies and where to begin on t parts that I actually did get to. Uh, Chud? Chud? Oh! Chud. Maybe Chud. Chud. So it's something from the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely that kind of like throwback type. Because as well, like the guys, you know, the guys who wrote this script, they grew up on that shit in the 80s and whatever. You know, you've clearly got influences from things like The Thing. Um, you've got, you know, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and, you know, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even little throwbacks to things like, I mean, for me, I feel like there's a lot of Shaun of the Dead in here. Um, yeah, back yeah. to the future um, you know they they, and you know Indiana Jones as well um, I feel like Indiana Jones? yeah yeah there's this um, the bit where they're like oh fuck it's near the beginning and the bit where oh, hang on I'm actually quite drunk now so I can't is, is it the interactions? is it the interactions? yeah like so in the, the interactions and there's a bit with the Maybe it's to do with the cave and the mind. I don't know. I fucking, I remember okay. thinking, I don't know. I watched it yesterday and then I looked at the special features today and I can't remember when I'm a bit drunk. But okay. I remember there being a bit like, oh, that's Indiana Jones kind of style. Um, maybe with the, with the hand. I, oh, fuck, I don't know. I can't remember now. But the, the, it, it's clearly one of those films that it's, it's homaging stuff because it loves it. It's not because it's lazy or it's trying to copy. It's just, it's because the writers and the producers clearly have a love for these types of films. And it really kind of comes across in that. Um, and, as, and as audience members, we have fun with that because we're obviously fans of those types of films as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And, we, and we have a lot of fun, fun with and that. The, and the, the design of the actual, the bigger alien, the like armadillo thing, which kind of... The queen, yeah. Fucking the queen great, thing. isn't and it? And that looks fucking awesome yeah. when that has turned itself from like an armadillo type of shell thing yeah yeah because that's the second thing that's the that second she, that, yeah that, that she likes the badge cannon out of the badge cannon pew pew um and yeah no and obviously it feeds on on people and stuff yeah um and then that has transformed itself into what can only be described as kind of like a, a 
don't know, lobster, spidery... Armadillo type. Armadillo thing. Creep. But that, that whole that whole row of teeth. Of teeth. It's like <laughs> one big smile. It's so yeah. creepy. And that's that's what it was all about in the in the trivia. That head, that whole thing, that head. That's what they had practical. Can you imagine, right, acting, like being Sarah or whatever, and acting opposite that? And I know you got a guy in black, like, you know, doing it doing all or whatever. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like, I can imagine, like, you know, as a, somewhat of an actress myself, you know, at school and college. Um, <laughs> um, but you can imagine, like, sort of, the, you know, if you're in that set and you're in that character or whatever, and you're trying to put yourself in that scene, and have this teeth, gross, alien creature right up in your grill. How, I, you know, I don't imagine it would take that much out of him. Sorry. What? Are you laughing at my fucking Amdram fucking college shit? <laughs> okay, yeah. Fuck you then. Oh, okay. I have, uh, I've had reviews saying I was phenomenal. As Sir Andrew Agachik in Twelfth Night. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. It's it's, okay. it's a great, great alien design. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, really effective and yeah, really quite scary. Yeah. Oh, it's almost yeah. like a little mini predator, like the Snatcher thing. It's almost like a little mini predator with the, the little. Mandible, yeah, anti, yeah, mandible. Anti yeah, like anti yeah. Someone yeah. help us out here, because we're, yeah, we're, we're definitely thinking of something. I can't fucking think what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Oh, you said about a mum as well. Oh yeah, I thought mum was good. I love her. Yeah, mom. She, she was cool because she's you know just a nice, decent woman. She was kind of clearly. Um, you know, she was, uh, wasn't, I wouldn't say she wasn't a good mum, but she was clearly She's one of, not, it? not ready for pregnancy. I, that was the vibe I kind of got. Yeah. That. She got, well, she, she got pregnant at 15 because they said, she says there's 15 Oh, that's years. right. Yeah. Cause course. she's, a, yeah, she says there's 15 years. So I, I, didn't, I didn't want you to make the same mistakes as I did. Blah, blah, and blah. it's so harsh because, uh, okay. So like sometimes it is fucking hard you love that kid to death like that doesn't even come into it you love that fucking kid to death it is fucking hard and she kate <clears throat> lol kate seems like one of these mums that is like those hanging by the teeth mums and as much as i love my kid and she was planned she wasn't like i was a teenage pregnancy like this character was or anything but even when it's planned and even when it's like you know she's the most amazing kid ever it is fucking hard and i just relate to her character yeah. In the respect that it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I am fucking trying here. I mean, I mean you the, don't the, the, talk yeah. to me. You, I don't know what's going on. You're a teenager. You're going through all kinds of shit, and you're telling me this alien shit. My kid's four, and I, I still relate. I still relate to this mum because I'm just like, yeah, fucking <laughs> kids are a nightmare. You know, <laughs> like just fucking like help me out here. You know. And the way that she's like trying to, and like, you know, she, she has this great line, like her, one of her friends who she works with is like, yeah, we're going to go out for cocktails with the, with the gang. Do you want to come along? She's like, no, I think I'm going to, that sounds great, but I think I'm going to go home and like get ignored by my daughter. Oh, that's instead. right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, feel that. 
I feel that. What's she say? What's she say? Are you coming out? We're going to have some margaritas. Margaritas. And we're going to. And she's like, no, I think I'm just going to go home and get ignored by my daughter instead. I'm like, oh my God, is that a mood? You know, like, as long as my kid gets fed and the occasional cuddle, she could give a fuck about me. She's happy watching Oxenauts, doing her puzzles, doing her drawing, reading her books. She doesn't give a fuck. As long as I'm there to feed her and to give her bedtime cuddles, she could give it's a all the fuck. You know? yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, funny. yeah, I feel that girl. You know, like, I feel like me and Kate would get on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but this is what I mean. Like all of these characters, whatever stage of your life you're going through, they're fucking relatable. Yeah. You know? They're real. So. They're real characters. I really love as well the kind of Officer Doof, Doofy or Dewey, you know, that's, which I can't help, but they definitely based off of, uh, off uh, Dewey. Who? Oscar? Yeah. Like, he's just a bit... Uh, Rui, Ruiz? Hang on, let me have a look. Hang on, I can't remember his name. Yeah, do you think so? Cause yeah. I didn't, I didn't think he was that goofy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't... No, I, I, no? I, disagree, I disagree with you there. All right, I, I, you're allowed. I mean, it, it was a, it was a little bit, it was a little bit bumbly. He was still trying to. He's no, know. he's a very good-hearted character, and I think you know what I think when he um, when he has that conversation with Kate at the station when they're interviewing Sarah. Yeah, and he's a, like he is very very switched on. I don't know, maybe it's just it's the it's. The way his aesthetic with the with the okay. uniform and his moustache and his goatee, hair and shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, not yeah. No, I know, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I did get Officer Dewey vibes from him. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I, I didn't, I didn't feel he was incompetent. Whereas Dewey's a bit. Yeah, he's a bit. Isn't he? A little bit incompetent. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting Officer Dewey vibes in like the later movies when he's less incompetent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. actually a bit good. I love, but, um, I love Officer Dewey. There's no disrespect to Officer Dewey. I fucking love Officer Dewey. Uh, t- tell us why you love Jerome. <laughs> he's just funny, isn't he? Yeah, he's I that, thought he was pretty cool. He's that really cool tech dude. He's really smart and sassy. He's probably a bit like, you know, on the queer spectrum and shit. And he's just very kind of confident and stuff. I don't know. Like, I can just, I just want to be friends with him. <laughs> okay. Like, I just like you're fucking cool, aren't you? <laughs> like, I just yeah, like him cool and, the, dude. and the way he's that got... like he interacts with the two girls and stuff, and like the way that he kind of like brings. He's like one of these characters that is really kind of he's an unsung character. Like, he's one of those characters which are are more forgettable because I think a lot of these characters are so like they're either main characters or they've got such personalities that you can't help but like remembered them yeah well yeah a no, that's bit, fair enough he's a bit more chill but he's obviously integral to them working Plot. shit out yeah yeah whatever he's a really important character and i just feel like he's one of those ones that it's kind of oh, I, just, I don't know he's just cool isn't he? he's a cool dude he's just cool, cool dude he's just cool he's he's dry he's funny he doesn't you know he's very confident in himself basically he's who i want to be 
When I, when I grow up, I want to be Jerome. Oh, you want to be him? I want to be Jerome. Okay, Jesus Christ. I want to be very slightly tech savvy and just have all of that confidence, you know. Okay. When I grow up, I want to be Jerome. I'm going to get that as a bumper sticker for my car. And people who know will know. Would know. And people who don't, fuck them. So, I mean, the, the majority of people. Yeah, but I feel like that's how Jerome would vibe. You know, he's like, I don't, I don't need hangers on. I just need people who know, you know. No, I just think he's really cool. He's very funny. He's just like, he just brings a kind of like a, a levity to the film, like a kind of a grounded levity. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not like, he's not in with all the batshit insane craziness, but he definitely brings like an added flavor to the mix. Yeah. Yeah, he does. What do you think? He does. Yeah, no, he does. No, he's ex exactly that. Because he doesn't get involved, doesn't see any of the alien shit going no. on. So he's just kind of, very straightforward. Yeah. I'll sort the shit out. Yeah. I can crack, crack the codes. He's the guy um, in the chair. Help me out. And uh, yeah, I'll come back and you can take my... Oh. <laughs> bitches, bitches are gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice car. So he's obviously doing quite well for himself. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of crushed him a little bit. But, you know. Well, well done, Jerome. Yeah, well done, Jerome. Well done. Well well round of applause for Jerome. We love Jerome. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, to be honest, I mean, this isn't a deep film. We're not, you know, no. we're not going to get into that kind of level. It's just, it's, I, for me, I feel like it's a funny film. It's got some great effects. It's got some great gore. The head explosions. We've got like fucking badge cannons. We've got alien shit. We've got like, you know, the way that she kind of like, she kills the alien at the end is really cool. I think it's gross. It's gross in the right places. It's funny in the right places. The character development is great. I, I felt it's like it's like American Pie, but with aliens, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I would say, I would add to that. American Pie meets aliens, like meets the thing or something, and meets um, Juno. Okay, I haven't seen. Ju I think I started to watch Juno and turned it off. Yeah, this is. This, see, that's the thing. That's funny because, because did you turn it off because of the dialogue and like the the teenager? Uh, I just, of it? it just everything irritated me. So yeah, see, that's off. how I thought you might have reacted to this film. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's funny. That's funny. And again, funny as I said before, they mentioned Juno in this film. I personally, oh, I think Juno's I great. I love Juno. Okay. I love Elliot Page. Just generally, okay. I, think I think they're great. Um, it, but, it's yeah. I mean, this film—it's just—it's a fun popcorn movie to watch. Yeah. To watch yeah. with your mates. Yes. I think I would I would enjoy it more if I was watching with my mates. Every time I've seen, well, the two times I've seen it, I've seen it on my own. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think I would have had would have had a better time if I watched with other people. You know, get a couple of beers round, crack some popcorn, get a pizza in, 100%. have a laugh. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you reckon that Rob, who we go to fight first with, do you reckon Rob would like it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Rob would find it funny, yeah. Get Rob over. Get some pizza get and beers and Bosh. Definitely. What did you it's think as well, real quick, about the cock electrocution? The? The cock electrocution, you know, where she gets him. Did she get Skylar? Oh, shit, I can't even remember that bit. No, no. Oh, um... I mean oh, the snatch from the blender and shit. Oh, like. that's oh, that's right. Yes, of course, of course. Because he's all that's like, because right, he's he's all horned up, mm. um, and they're having to deal with the alien. Yeah. Uh, but then he's got he's just fucking horny. 
Yeah, he's um, at the point of actually being probably a bit of a rapist at this point. And it's not his fault because it's, he's, he's been possessed or whatever by this Mayan alien type. Sorry, sorry, Judge, it's not my fault. It was the Mayan, <laughs> the Mayan alien. Yeah, who'd have thunk I'd, have, I'd be defending that shit. But like, you know, I mean, Skyler's an idiot, but he's not a bad person. He's no. just had this shit happen to him. He's just a fucking not num- numpty. <clears throat> to be fair, though, he did he did uh, break up with Sarah because she wouldn't put out, so... Oh, yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, he's a prick. Yeah. Fuck Skylar. He, he deserves that cock electrocution. He does deserve cock yeah, electrocution. Yeah, he does. We don't, we don't agree with pressurising for sex. No. No, we do not. Despite all of not. our innuendo and, and joke, no. sexy jokes. We, sexy jokes. We... <laughs> Our sexy joke time. Our sexy joke time. Warning, sexy content. Uh, that we we do not approve of pressurising sex or rape. Wow, that went dark. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> electrocuting penises. That was a funny scene because Skyler was being a bit of a prick. He was being a prick. Yeah, he was. Um, cool. So what is your scores, Jaws Doors? Um, I'm going to give it. Wait, 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 wait. Can I guess? You can guess. I want to guess a 7.5. Close. Ooh, are you going to go 7? I'm going to go for a 7. <sighs> Give it 7 but- butthole peepings out of 10. <laughs> loves, loves, loves. A 7, to be fair... I have to, every time you give a rating, I have to compare it to the alien score of eight from way back in episode two. Okay, that's so fine. So seven, it's fucking pretty good. Seven, seven, oh no, seven, I, I rate it's highly. It's very respectable. You know, it's, it's, it's a good film for mm. me. I'll tell you what, Matt, I am so, God, I'm fucking drunk. I'm so shit-faced. I'm really actually very drunk. Uh, I do apologise, listeners, for anything that seems off. Um, but Matt, I am so glad that you like this film. I am so pleased Good. because I really enjoy this film. I give it eight badge cannons out of ten. Nice. Yeah. I think nice. you're right. It's one to watch with your mates, some pizza and some drink, and it's it's just good to crack on. You don't have to worry about anything other than what's happening on screen. And it's so nice because the filmmakers obviously love this genre and, and horror and monster creatures and whatever, you know. And it's so clearly portrayed in this movie. And I just feel like you can just sit back and let it ride and enjoy. Absolutely. And I like that. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I, we rec- we'd recommend it. We would recommend it. We would recommend we it. We would recommend it. In fact, you know what? Because I don't think I did that this in the last episode. I am going to see where you can stream it. <clears throat> at least in the UK anyway because I'm not about to go through fucking loads of different countries so oh you can stream it on Sky or now TV cinema if you've got the cinema package or Virgin Media Go otherwise you can buy it weirdly you can't rent it but you can buy it for $7.99 from Amazon Apple TV Chili or $8.99 from Rakuten TV from YouTube or Google Play. Um, I have it on Blu-ray personally. I think it is definitely worth a purchase. If anything that we have said you like, definitely check it out. Um, Yeah, it's a good one. Vamp, you can get on Prime. It's it's on Prime, yeah. It is on Prime 
for free if you have a Prime account. So um, mm, definitely check that out as well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Snatches is my preferred film up too. But Bam I'm so glad I got to watch Vamp. Grace Jones, man. She's tick off, awesome. tick off the list. Yeah, for sure. Because, I, I, you know, in horror circles and stuff, you do hear a lot of people talk about that film. And, um, and rightly so. It's, it is a good film. I did enjoy it. Um, I do prefer Snatches, though. I'm glad I have it on video. Yeah, yeah me too. <sighs> right. Okay, so, here we go. That for is next, that. That is that. For the next session, <laughs> you are pre 2000s. I am. Okay. Ha ha. Quickly, quickly, go, quickly go back. So, we what? are doing a Shudder September. Exactly that. So, so basically, the month of September, so we are only doing one a month at the minute. Month of September, we are doing movies from Shudder. I have pre-2000, so I have selected with lots of thought and definitely not at random because the artwork looks cool and the title seems intriguing. Um, it's Snake Girl and the Silver-Haired Witch. Um, what the hell? What? 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 This is from 1968. It's a Japanese movie. Am I right in saying that neither of us have watched this before? You are correct mm -hmm. in that neither of us have seen this before. It is. Oh, my God. Are you ready? Are you ready, guys? Sit back and just embrace this moment. It is 82 minutes long. So for Yabba. those who are short of time, like moi, this is just perfection. Um, so, yeah. So mine is Snake Girl and the Silverhead, which, which you can find on Shudder. Matt, what have you chosen for your Shudder viewing? I have gone for... 2017's Dead Shack. What? <laughs> the Dead Shack is a little old place oh, where. Hell. <laughs> oh, come on, like I wasn't gonna. Yeah. Uh, Dead Shack. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, it's uh, another short one. <clears throat> this is uh, 85 minutes long. Um, I have seen this before. Have you? I have. Slack. But you have not. I have not. Interesting I... ratings on on Letterbox. Oh yeah, but right. We shall discuss that at a later date. Uh, you can watch this on iTunes, Vudu, Google Play Movies, Shudder, uh, and Shudder. <laughs> and Shudder plus Shudder. Shudder and Shudder. I don't know why I've got United, uh, United States on here. Let it's not in me... my settings. Let me just check where Snake Girl. Uh, that was on. Hang on, I'm doing it. And the. Sil oh, it's not even coming up. And the. Ah, here we go. Here is Silverhead Witch. So you can get it on Shudder and you can also get it on Arrow. And then you can rent it for $2.49 on Microsoft or you can rent it for $3.49 on Apple TV or you can buy it for $5.99 on Microsoft or you can buy it for $7.99 on Apple TV. So mm. probably best to go to either Arrow or Shudder. They both do have free trials if you're not already subscribed. Otherwise, Microsoft and Apple are your peeps. Microsoft. Yep. Microsoft. That's right. That's Love how, it. That's how it's pronounced. Don't scoff at me with don't scoff at it's me, me with Michael your scoffs. 
www.battered.com. Hashtag battered. I need to go to bed. Uh, quick question. Yes. Uh, before you go, before mm. we go, mm. tell me about, uh, have you got Arrow uh, subscribed? I did, but then I got rid of it because oh, I, just, right. I didn't watch it. Okay. Was it, 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 it? What's the content like? It's what you good. Can remember? It's, not, it's, not ev- it's not got every Arrow release on there. But okay. any Arrow exclusives or whatever is on there. Go so, there first. Yeah, okay. so you've got things like the DP Dig, the Stylist, all that, you know, the uh, go, uh, oh, okay. a Ghost Awaits or whatever it's called, which is quite a cute one. Some um, good stuff. Yeah, th- no, it is it is worth it, but because I have recently separated from my ex and I've had to, you know, make my own way in this big modern world and I'm just but a mere woman. Um, I've had to, I've had to kind of like keep my subscriptions to a, to a minimum of, of like intent content that I use. So I've got Shudder, Prime and Netflix. Um, and I just found I wasn't using Arrow enough. And if there was anything that I really cared about Arrow, I would just buy the Blu-ray because I much prefer physical media than I do streaming. So sure. that's just me. But if you're, if you, if you do like streaming and all that kind of stuff, it's not expensive. It is worth your time if you have a penchant for the kind of cult indie horror movie um and you do get some really good exclusive content there so okay. i would i would recommend it but just because i'm a bit strapped for cash i, I have to be very selective oh that's fair enough okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. How, how, sorry how much is it a month i think it's like 5.99 but you get it's like a 30 day free trial okay yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very good value for money i just quid, didn't use it as much as i expected yeah okay Oh, we also have Disney Plus as well. That's the other thing. But that's mainly for my kid. Yeah, fuck that. Right. It's time to wrap up, everybody. Yes, yes. I will, shall I do my usual where to find it? Do the space, please. Do the spiel. So, wherever wherever you're listening to us right now, obviously, you can find us. Please like and subscribe or whatever it is they have available to you. If you want to recommend to anybody else, we are available on Apple, on Google, on Spotify and Stitcher pretty sure we're still on radio public but i'm not 100 percent sure um please check us out on our social medias the facebook page is www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash edinism underscore pod wait no that's a lie edinism pod um and then on instagram it is at edinism underscore podcast um our email address is um ed spotlessminds at gmail.com Please interact with us. You can uh, DM us, whatever, on Facebook or Instagram. Well, actually, more likely me on Instagram. It's probably the easiest um, way, really. Yeah, we can read out whatever it is that you want, um, if there's any comments that you make. But please feel free to share content, obviously related content, like horrors and cult and indie stuff, darker things um on our facebook page um feel free to follow us on instagram we'd love that and if you would like to uh leave us a review and a five star rating or any other rating but i do five star rating on apple spotify wherever it is you listen we would love that thank you very much um and basically yeah just just basically make us make us feel loved we do this for free we do it for fun we take time out of our lives because we want to provide cool and f- hopefully funny content for you guys. And uh, we want to make sure that, that you guys are liking what we're doing. <laughs> if you do have any criticisms or anything that you would like us to do more of or less of or whatever, let again, please let us know. This is for you guys. We want to make sure that we're, we are doing for you guys what you want. So let us know. Absolute amount. Yes. Yes, indeed, yo. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, but yeah, All cool. Right. We've been a little bit lax. That is mainly due to me and my life stuff that I've had going on over the last six months or so. Um, but we are, uh, I am, I mean, Matt's always been focused. <laughs> He's always been on this ship. I have had a few little detours to various islands and whatnot. And now I am back and I am focused on our mission. So we will be back regularly once a month with premium, <clears throat> hopefully premium content. And uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we appreciate all of you guys. And yes, that is, that, that, that is it for me. I'm very absolutely. drunk. Absolutely. You're absolutely yes. battered. And rightly so. <laughs> yeah, I've had a hard time and I feel like I, I am getting out of it now. So... Yes. Good stuff. Um, also, I'm going to take this opportunity to promote my, my other show that I do with Bo Ramsdall on the Dark Parade channel, which you can find in all the usual places, just tap in Dark Parade. And it's specifically called The Heart of Horror Show. And it is basically just talking about horror movies that have some sort of romantic or sexual content. And we will talk about that and relate embarrassing slash funny stories from our own experiences that relate to said film. So feel free to check that out as well. But <clears throat> really pay attention to Yes. <laughs> no, no, check check that out as well. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and also, Matt, have you been doing anything at all? Because I feel like I haven't asked you in a bit. Have you have you featured on any shows or? Uh, no, but I'm due to be on the PlayStation Show UK podcast. Are you? Didn't yes. tell me about this. I'm doing a guest thing at some stage. Just hasn't, hasn't oh, well, quite come about yet. Promote the shit out of that when it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it was just because I listened to that podcast and suddenly oh. we've got talking about horror and next thing you know, oh, you do a podcast. And yes. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll probably be on that. So there you go. Aces. All right, then. We'll watch the space for that. Cool. All right, then. Well, we will be back in a bit with more content and stuff, but hopefully you've enjoyed the show, and we will see you on the flip side. Well, indeed. Take care, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye.